0: Hello and welcome to the Robot Bike Explosion podcast. I'm Ben. I'm Ollie. It's been a while. It's not been... In the grand scheme of things, it's not been that long. Oh, I suppose
1: it's almost every time that we get around to recording a podcast recently, I've said, oh, it's it's been a while. But I think that's just trying to fit it around having a kid and just generally yeah. being busy. I, th- I think we could probably do it more frequently if I... If I kept it in my mind more, but <laughs> uh, there mean, we are. I mean, the real problem we, we had was that we had audio issues on the previous episode. <sighs> yes. So apologies for that. Uh, I may go back and, and, and try and amend it because it is a good resource for talking about ninjas. Um, yes. There's been a few questions pop up on the Facebook group and I thought, I want to recommend that episode, but, but also I feel guilty recommending that it's episode. It's not a good listen to. No. Yeah, it's, it's annoying. There's good stuff in there, but alternatively, we have Adam do it again. Later. Yeah, I think we, I mean, I think if we get Adam back on, which we will, but I think when we do, I'd like to go over Temple at some point for Bushido. Yeah, that would be good. Um, I realise, of course, that we've just gone straight into just talking about Bushido as if it's assumed we're a Bushido podcast, which interestingly,
0: we're we're not not meant meant to be, (laughs) but it's what we're playing at the minute.
1: Yeah, so tied in with me not having as much hobby time as I used to have, sometimes through obligations, sometimes through choice. Uh, I'm not playing as many games and when I do it's either something like Terraforming Mars which I love um, and we've talked about before on the podcast or it's Bushido and Bushido obviously is an evolving situation. Actually we have been playing Arena Rex. That is true that is true Uh, I think I've given a sort of brief intro on Arena Rex before. Uh, Yeah I think
0: we've mentioned it before
1: yeah, and I think we should probably come back to it at some point. It's definitely strange
0: enough that it deserves talking about separately.
1: Yeah, and I, I, I think beyond it just having interesting mechanics, which a game really has to have now to get my attention, um, or, or just really nice miniatures, and then I don't play the game. <laughs> um, I, I think it is a really good game as well. Yes. Uh, although I have reservations about their scenarios and stuff, but yes, I think we get, uh, get our friend Paul. In on yes, because he's got a different faction to me um and i, I can't remember if James has got anything so no, it Earth...
0: might be the one game James doesn't actually own anything for yeah which yeah. is weird as a painter it's interesting that he doesn't but they are expensive models and they're not that easy to actually like you can't just order them from your local store there
1: are I mean, there, there are um Stores in the UK which stock them, some but you of them actually, yeah, not the whole range, of course, and you actually end up paying about the same for them as if you ordered them from the states, mm-hmm. got them delivered, and then paid customs yes. charges. So at that point, uh, you you can get access to the newer stuff. So anyway, this is this is a digression before you've even got onto any of our topics. Which uh,
0: I would like to say it's a new record, but it's not
1: <laughs> standard. <laughs> um so yeah i think we'll come back and talk about arena rex at some point yes. and uh yeah so we're not a bushido podcast but we appear to be a bushido podcast a lot of the time uh so, and that's fine because that's actually our most popular episodes are about bushido because there's not there aren't any other podcasts really doing it and there's a couple of youtube channels which yes. are worth checking out and I, I'm not prepared. Uh, uh, I'll put it in the show notes. Um, that's what people say on podcasts. Isn't yes. It? Uh, there's uh, War Jeepney, who do uh, a bunch of battle reports. They play in Starbucks pretty much every week, it seems. Always seems fun. Yeah, and run tournaments every couple of weeks. I think... I can't remember where it's they impressive. are. Um, and then art... Uh, he has some YouTube uh, like battle reports yes. and stuff. Uh, he's the guy who's organising the tournament in Adepticon. The tournament where they're like, we're limited to 32 players. And I'm thinking, 32
0: players? That would be amazing. That like, if, if you filled it out, that would be the biggest machine tournament ever?
1: Yes, I, th- I think the Grandmasters has capped at 24. And then two of those people um, had to drop out and one no-show. So I think it ended up being 21. I think so. 21 um, or 23, it was definitely an odd number. Oh, it was 23 to start, and then the, those okay. two people played the first round, and then they went, oh, actually, we need to go and do some other stuff. Yeah, I don't think they quite understood what the tournament was and so on. But, um, and of course, people who play 40K or Age of Sigmar, Infinity, mm-hmm. other games which are like quite big and supported by large companies, um, might think that like that in the 20s, being a, a record high is, is not great but you've got to think about it such a such a small community comparatively
0: yes and it's not like the tournaments that are being run is are actually comparatively speaking fairly well attended i mean the ones mm. we do have not been quite as big but it's been in the high teens
1: yeah yeah i think the portsmouth tournament's done done pretty well um we had a dip one year but um i think I mean, the interesting thing running a tournament from Portsmouth is most tournaments will have a circular, roughly, yeah. catchment area. Yes. The trouble with Portsmouth is half of that circle That's, is it's in, in France. the sea. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, you've only, you've only got this half circle of, uh, of people from which to draw. Um, and we've done pretty well. Uh, anyway, I had wanted to run one in uh, London. Uh, because Stu hasn't been able to run it yeah and uh, that just hasn't really panned out with family life and stuff my my son's due an operation and so on um so i haven't really been able to commit to that maybe next year um yeah anyway i this is possibly the most rambling opening that we've had so uh i'm just going to get us onto the topic so it's a shocker we're going to talk about the jung pirates
0: for which, which is the other main faction that we we play i mean i play you don't but we both play ito as well yeah
1: ito definitely my my main faction um the only one i feel really comfortable talking about uh in in terms of tactics the others you know i have opinions on um but jung are the faction that i see you play m- the most yes quite often because you don't want a mirror match against me with ito so
0: yes but also like i started I started by playing ito hmm. and then i was like oh i should have something else and no one was playing jung hmm. and um I thought tattoos would look cool. Yeah. So I was like, it's a small faction. I'll pick some stuff up for that. Um and I actually just got the last two models I didn't own already. So I now actually own the entire faction. Good. Except for the two new models in the starter set. I'm not gonna buy the starter set.
1: No, the uh so for people who aren't um who haven't sort of kept up with uh the answers to questions around this, uh all the models that are in the starter sets, the new starter sets And the old starter sets will be released individually. Um, It's just a case of GCT being a small team, and they'll get round to it. Yeah, it'll it'll take a bit,
0: but that's fine.
1: Yeah, Uh, and to a certain extent, I imagine you don't want to uh, cannibalise sales of the starter sets by releasing individual models. Um, Though you know you plan to eventually, anyway.
0: Um, I mean, yeah, I I said I mean I'm slightly tempted because Toro is pretty cool.
1: Yeah, but you'd end up with uh, a duplicate uh, Ryota and uh,
0: Asami, Asami, and oh, and a couple of Kaizoku. Kaisoku, Kasoku, which is fine. But
1: yeah, so there's only like, there's only two fresh models in yes. there.
0: Um, and I, I, I mean, my playstyle with Jung is slightly different than most, at least most I see talked about anyway, which is going to be reflected in what we talk about today, because it's going to be all the weird stuff
1: yeah yeah i I think it's interesting how differently you approach them um compared to say Andy Palmer, who Ooh. loves
0: the dog pile. Lots we of... we barely played the same faction
1: yeah absolutely one of the interesting things about Jung is that they're, they're quite every faction has themes which make them play in a very different way, but Jung seem almost more like little he, bits and pieces outside have, of those have very
0: diverse selections of models I'd say like hmm. you, like not so much in like wide range but do you have small selections of very different types yeah absolutely it's more is more it where it's at
1: yeah I think you play quite similarly to um Grandmaster uh oh god I know his name and it's yes
0: I forgot Chris yes uh
1: he won with uh yeah. and so on
0: yeah you... I, I, I tend to play Mine is, is monsters. Hmm.
1: So we're going to take a weird approach with this one. We are, we will talk about the themes, but we are going to not talk about the captains, the Kancho, or the uh, the second in command, the Juhin. And we're not going to talk about the mainstay of the faction, which is the Kaizoku.
0: Yes. Actually, I think there's not necessarily, like you have a long, for the Kaizoku, you would have a long discussion about table position, hmm. but not less about the actual models themselves, I think.
1: I think potentially, yeah. I mean, to cover them briefly, they're cheap and you they're should bring, pretty good. You should bring some of them to fill out for other stuff. Yeah. They do, uh, they're pros- possibly the hardest working profiles for their rice in the game.
2: Yeah, well, that seems uh, fair. Up
1: there. So, so while we're not going to talk about them, you should definitely bring some. Yeah. Uh, and the, the captains and the second in command are very tied into their themes, and I think the conversation just around those six miniatures would be Quite a big conversation in and of itself. Yes, which is
0: why we're not having it now because I'd like to look at all of the other, yeah, funky, the things. funky stuff.
1: So the funky stuff would be the uh, the buto, uh, the crab people, the shark people, uh, a couple
0: of Ronin and uh, the so, witch Asami. And we uh, it's a small small light because we're actually going to talk about one Kai Soka model. Yes, Temo. True, Temo,
1: because he's a Ronin kind Ronin kaisoku. kaisoku and and he's a weird one. Yes. Okay, so uh, I mean, they're your faction, so mm. I think you should pick a profile. All I right. will. or oh, before you do, I'm going to plug the uh, the Bushido the game uh, wiki that yes. uh, was created by a couple of guys over on the Facebook group. Uh, they've done an amazing job. It's really good. It. It's really good. Yeah, the amount of data entry they've done with cards and uh, the background of individual miniatures is amazing. Yes. Uh, so check that out. It's Bashido the Game, all one word. Dot Wiki. Dot com. Uh, yeah, and you can get all the profiles on there. You can get the themes. So very... uh, I would encourage people to still buy the cards for the themes and the special cards and so on because you, it supports you, the company, and you're going to want them. And they are convenient. Yes, you can print them out, but you know they're they're not. Ah, uh, yeah, they're handy. Yes. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to be looking
0: looking all the things up on WikiDot, and you've got the cards in front of you. So, yes. what are we going to start with? I've always start with the Cami because the are a group of three models that you can sort of cover together. Okay. Um. So interestingly, they actually playing two of the three themes. I actually only thought you played in the Dogs of Rio but queen of the waves have access to them too. Yeah, I think queen of the waves has access to
1: pretty much everything. Is A, that right?
0: You can't take queen of the wave can't take butos and can't take shot uh crap people. Oh, okay. So that's it. Um and dox of, of rio is the most restrictive one. It, it can basically take jong profiles and camis. Mm. Okay. Um, and not any of the animal hybrids. Okay. So um so yeah, jong actually have access to three camis. Yep. Which was actually one more than I remembered, because I forgot to get access to Kami of Reflection. Yes. So, um,
1: do we want to start with Kami of
0: Reflection? Yeah, let's do that because it's also the it's it, it's the one with we only have two key.
1: Yeah. So all the uh, Kami are eight rice. Yes, you can have two of them. You can have two of each of them. So they're all on small bases. Um, so this one is, uh, I think they're all two melee skill.
0: Yes. Um, they.
1: This one is four movement.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> which makes it the fastest one. The other two are threes. Yeah. It does... Well, it does all of the, the standard cami things, effectively.
1: All the cami bullshit. So, durable, insignificant, cami... Uh, don't light-footed.
0: I, light-footed. Yeah, light-footed. Yes, the old light-footed and soulless. And
1: soulless. Uh, this one gets parry one. Uh, and in combat, uh, it's
0: got sharp two, which
1: is very nice.
0: Yes, I mean, this one This one is actually the combat cami. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't, in a way, yeah. Well, yeah, but it's sort of like... So it has sharp two on it's attack. A lot of cami you put into combat and you expect them to... Tie people up or do an yeah. effect.
1: drain activations. You, you can go all out attack because of durable with them. Yeah. So that could be quite fun. You're only ever going to take one wound unless you come up against someone who's got a combo attack or critical.
0: Yes. Um... And this one, when its unique effect is when it suffers uh, wounds in a melee exchange, the attacker takes a wound as well, which is real nice. So it, it very is very much focused around. Oh, I actually want to do some damage. It's also the only one of them that'll actually do damage in combat. The yeah. other two do effects, I believe. Oh right, okay. Um,
1: yeah, so this this one can do some some nasty stuff. Uh, it has it doesn't gain slow from blizzard, which is a Minamoto specific thing. Seems niche. Which makes sense, but it's worth putting uh, on the cards. That's one of the opportunities that the new edition Yes, well, uh, so you provided. can include things like that. So it's... it's
0: got a key feet. Yeah. Which actually is quite unusual for Kami. Yes. Key mirror. When there's non-solid model within six inches becomes target of a key feet, you might choose a new valid target for the key feet, ignoring the feet range. It's nice. It's nice. It ties in with it being the Cami of reflection. Yes. Um, it feels more thematic than... I mean, it can be incredibly useful if you're facing yes. like a she side for instance. Being able to, oh no, you don't. Yes, it gives you that defense against uh, key
1: feats, which can be really nasty. That could turn things on their head, and it costs you half of your health, effectively. But yes, uh, I think I think it's a really, really strong key feet. But its use is very
0: niche. Yes, it's it's very situationally strong, and in most games, it'll probably never matter. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, it's it's nice. Camera reflection. It's probably the one i would be least likely to use. Sure. Mostly because, aside from the key feet, it just sort of stabs people. Yeah, I'd say it's it comes in.
1: Its key feet comes into uh, use. Mostly, if you are running quite a lot of Kaizoku who are running one key, so any opposed key tester they're, they're going to they're, be bad for them. Yes. Yeah. So it can give you a little bit of insurance around that. Uh, perhaps in the more elite lists that you run, it's it's less relevant because most models are coming in with two keys. Yeah. Um, but
0: yeah. Potentially, it is uh, an interesting defense against a control list. Yeah. And like you say, it's it's quite a combat uh, model as well. So it,
1: it fulfills two. Very yeah. different roles.
0: It's it's not a it's not a bad little little addition if you just need that. Hmm. Um,
2: okay, That's I think
0: cool. the other two are more interesting. So what have you got there? Cameo of Morning Dew. Okay. Um, it gains agile, defensive, dodge two, faint one. It just it's a, it's a bit of a knob. Yeah, wants <laughs> to not be hid. Yeah, and oh, of course
1: it's got defensive. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. So you're rolling two dice with all of the rerolls and all yeah. of that. So it's going to be really hard to take out in combat. Um, it actually has three keys, so it, it, mm. it can potentially last quite a long time. Uh, if you're wounded, you gain slow. Yep. Which is annoying, but not potentially that bad. I've seen worse. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Slow,
1: slow can be very annoying. Uh, it can certainly set this model up to then, uh, you can go... You can bring another model in in
0: support, mm. and that model is therefore going to go first against So, this. interestingly, assuming it was actually able to land a hit on you, mm. seems unlikely, but anything is possible. Yeah. It'll immobilise you. Won't do any damage, but it will immobilise you. Yeah. Which is interesting...
1: Yeah, I mean, you're going to have to be in a situation where the model that you're fighting has uh, a lot of
0: negatives on them in order yeah, for yeah. you to get even one die in attack. So, yeah, it's it's one of those, like, well, I'm sure I can engineer a situation where it happens, but don't plan on that.
1: Yeah, I forget if defensive is at least as many dice. It's at least as many.
0: So you can roll one, you can but roll one is there. quite unlikely to hit. Yeah. Um, what you're actually bringing it for is because it can heal people. Yeah. It can heal two wounds on base, in base-to-base model.
1: Yeah, which is really nasty when you, and you've done this, combine it with Tetsuso. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah, that's, that's, that's. Your I tank just got healed. I used to do that a, a fair bit. Yeah. Especially when you could also have healing bomb. Yes. I'm glad that's not available to you anymore. <laughs> it's like, oh, you've done six damage to Tetsusu. It's only taking you the whole time. I'll make the whole thing go away. Yeah. Aren't you happy? Um, it has a very interesting remove from play effect. In the start phase, you can remove it from play and place a. Five inch circular difficult terrain element, yeah, which is potentially very important. Yeah, it was
1: really good against certain matchups, other matchups like Tengu or Ito, not gonna really care that much, but or ninjas, yeah, but it's uh, it could be really useful against uh, certain factions.
0: Suddenly putting, well, no, you're not actually five inches away from this guy, you're ten inches away from Hmm. this guy or this objective. Yeah, And it's sort of plays into a, a young theme because you actually have access to quite a lot of terrain generation. Yeah. Exclusively through their Ronin models.
1: Huh. And special cards, perhaps? Uh, actually, I don't know. No.
0: Okay. Do you have access to two two models? Do you have access to this? We can do this once. Hmm. And then through several Ronin models with Quagmire. Yeah. So that's an interesting one. Okay. I might tell a lie, actually. No, I don't. Um, I was suddenly considering if had headed as well, but he doesn't. Hmm. And then my personal favourite, the Kami of Sapping Silt. Um, yep. Mostly because it has a key stat of 1-3. Yeah, so it's effectively
1: got regeneration. It's yes. got the
0: Kami flavour
1: of re- yes. regeneration.
0: Which is
1: um, potentially quite oppressive, actually. Yeah, instead of happening in the end phase, it happens in the start phase, Yes. which means that Well, I think you apply negative effects first and then positive effects anyway in the end phase. So if you have regeneration and fire, for instance, you're going to die anyway. But
0: still. Yeah, and I mean, of course, this one will never be on fire. It's a cami.
1: Yeah, so it has immune to prone. Yeah. Uh, Evasive, agile. Yeah.
2: Yeah,
0: okay. And all the standard, standard cami things.
1: Yeah, so it's already a bit of a tank as far as these lesser cami goes. Yes. And
0: it's healing itself. It's slow moving at three, like the other one. Yeah. Um, yeah, but because it's a Kami, you can actually afford to run everywhere mm. because you're actually not that bothered. Yeah. So it's also it's also got the same. If
1: it takes, if if it does damage, or oh, sorry, if it it has a successful melee attack against yes. an enemy, the target becomes immobilized. But you are actually likely to do it with this one.
0: Yes, you are. You you can actually do it. You you don't. You're not defensive, so you're actually allowed to roll two dice. Mhm. Um, and it has a you can remove it from play in the start phase yep. to remove an activation marker from an enemy model within two inches
1: out of the two start phase effect, uh, start phase remove mm. effects,
0: uh, it's the weakest one uh, I think, or the weaker um, one so yes, because you could just walk over and engage him it does have a different timing, of course. Yes. So it means
1: that if you're, if, if you have lost the initiative, yes. you can go like, well, no, he only gets to go once. Yeah. Which you can use to prevent a charge. Uh, if someone happens to be within two inches of you and likely to use charge, yeah. but it could happen. Uh, and
0: it also prevents just, various objective mm-hmm. uh, interactions. It's like, well, you can walk over there, but you can't interact with the objective this turn, yeah. things like that.
1: So it is slightly better than it initially seems, simply because of its timing. Yes.
0: You're still unlikely to use it, I would have thought.
1: Yeah, and I think one of the things with this one, you're you're less likely to remove it from play anyway. Cause, cause because it we, heals. Yeah, with a Kami, you normally go, well, okay, I'm down to one key. If I have a remove from play ability, is it worth using? Yeah. Well, this model is already back up to two
0: key. Yeah, it's, it's, nev- it's, it's, never, to it. it's never going to be at one. yes. It's at a minimum of two, or it's dead. Yeah. Um, it does have a non remove from play ability as well. Of course, yeah. Uh, one model within two inches suffers minus two move until the end phase, which... It can be really good when you're in the the, the, the,
1: the, the clump that you can sometimes get in turn yeah. two or three and yeah it can it can really hamper a model if if you suspect someone's a vim you can make sure that they're not going to get that far towards their objective or any other model changes their
0: threat range so yeah
1: i think really useful but obviously you've got to be pretty
0: close yeah and it's another one of those where it's like it's a good effect but you could also just walk over and go like well you're now in combat with me let, let, <laughs> less useful with a cami of course because you can walk away from them What do you mean? No, I'm wrong. The
1: Cami can walk away from the yes. if of course. They've got Agile.
0: I, I had I had these the wrong way around. Yeah. I don't know why.
1: No, I think it um oh, what I was
0: thinking of. Oh, I can't remember. Never mind. I I, I that was definitely a, a thought in my head and then I said it and that was not right.
1: <laughs> so yeah, I, I I can see the use of it, uh, definitely. It's
0: my favourite cami of the three. Hmm. Interesting. Um, I just cuz it just doesn't piss off I guess. It's just Yeah, there. it's just like it's it's there for a long time, it's potentially very annoying. It gives you another uh ability that does immobilize. Yeah. Which is another junk thing and immobilize is really strong. Yeah. Like if you can do it, you should. It's yeah. really good. Absolutely.
1: It's worth noting that immobilize and held were one way around in the previous edition and they swapped completely in this edition which initially sounds like a crazy decision but you have to kind of make these decisions thinking the, about the not just the people who already play but the people
0: who are coming in and the it, way around you were before was counterintuitive and everyone got it wrong it was
1: it's because neither of them existed when the edition came out mm-hmm. then I think Immobilized might have come first. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yes, I think Mobilised came first and it was simply you are
0: immobilizing another model and then held came yeah. out and was the other way around. Yeah. So Yeah, so held was the range one and immobilized was the melee one, which is yeah. just weird. Anyway, uh moving on. Who's up next? Let's do let's do the Kai let's do Tamo. Okay. Um so Tamo is another one of those. He'll actually work for um we've we basically done dog Docs of Rio now. It gets the camis. Yeah. That's it. Well, and Lua, but.
1: Yeah, well, I think we'll come back to the themes and talk about yes. the benefits later That
0: if they tie into the models we do, we're actually talking about. So, Temo is an interesting one because he is a Kaisoku, so he actually gets a bunch more synergistic effects from various things yeah. than other. I have really liked running him, just briefly, in Black Sail. Okay. Because he is a Kaisoku model, which means he can have three activation counters. Yes. Which makes him a look, he's a git anyway. But. Yes. And he's actually the only model in the game without that can inherently use both benefits of black Sails.
2: Mm. Because
0: black Sails gives you a key token when you do sidestep defense. He's oh. the only Kaisoko model with sidestep defense inherently. Oh interesting. So he works really well in that theme. Yeah. Um, he, I mean, he works hard for
1: his 12 rice. Uh, he's, I mean, he's only 5 wounds. Yes. Melee 2, which obviously you don't care about. If he's in Melee, it's oh, all gone if, horribly if, wrong. If people are engaging him, he is dead. Yes. So he's got range attack 3, boostable for 3, he's got movement of 3, which, uh. It's sad. It's sad, but, uh, we'll go on to the key is uh, 2, 6. Now. He's got lightweight on his blowpipe, which counters the two, the, the three movement
0: up. No, it counters the range of it a little yes. bit,
1: but it's still got a good range. The, re- the, the
0: ranges he has two range weapons: hmm. uh, a blowpipe which is four eight twelve, and a short bow which is five ten fifteen. Yeah, he gets short a really long way. Yeah, so the ranges of those actually negate
1: his movement uh, restriction in, to in, a certain degree. In
0: some ways, his low movement is sort of a boon because you're less likely to misplay him by just moving him way up. Yeah, I've done that before, and suddenly you—you you really don't want him up front.
1: No, and and he has dash. Well, we'll skip ahead to this particular key feature. Yes, because it's relevant. it's relevant. It's two key. It's active and personal. He gains agile and evasive, and at the end of his that that activation, he can move two inches. Yes. So actually, he ends up having a, a, a walk of three, followed by another move of two inches. And, and it's um it's he may move two inches. It's not actually a walk, so it's not subject to the same restrictions.
0: No, I find it even more useful for doing things like shooting and then moving back again. Mm. Yeah,
1: hundred you, percent. You you can shoot and then move another five inches away. Yeah, or you can move in. You can do the old towel like pop up. Yeah, where you move you out of out cover,
0: and shoot, shoot, and then go like, oh, I'm now back in the bushes. Yeah, which, which actually works really well with his other feet. Lurker. Yeah, which so gives him camouflage too. Camouflage too. yeah. So he can be problematic,
2: mm-hmm.
0: which is good because he's super fragile.
1: Yeah, so he's only got the five wounds. He's got a concealed weapon, which is minus two damage. Uh, but he can he can use sidestep defence. Obviously, you pay a die for it, so yeah. Yeah, and
0: you're, you're going to have to... like He's never going to stab anyone with the concealed weapon. That's just not going to happen. Yeah, and the I, thing is,
1: if, you, if you've got a choice between two dice in defence or one dice with sidestep defence
0: uh you you're
1: not going to you're not going to spend the die on side that defense so you are going to have to get an extra die from somewhere
2: yeah
0: or your he, opponent's going to have to be on one die he does have dodge yes dodge helps um he also has in terms of defensive things he has tiny mhm i mean he's quite small makes him harder to shoot yes yeah. which is not is not bad um in terms of the movement he does have scout yep yeah. one so... four
1: yeah, so the the one is giving you uh, an additional die on your uh, tactical roll, isn't it? Yes, or is it plus one on the tactical roll for deployment? For deployment, yes, it's it just is. plus one. Yes, uh, and he deploys four inches outside of the uh, his normal deployment.
0: Um, so with... that
1: compensates again for his movement. So yes,
0: I mean the only time I really had an issue with his movement was when uh, I, he accidentally was the vim that was that that was not good Uh, it was an opponent pick yeah yeah that was bad if if you can don't bring him in a scenario where your opponent could pick the Vim because they are going to go like oh Temo seems like a good choice (laughs) Uh, and that's really bad for you yeah Yeah. Um, but what you actually do bring him for is to shoot people Yes,
1: so let's get let's get into that a little bit. We'll Let, talk about the short bow very briefly because it's the simple one. Five, ten, fifteen uh, is straight damage and
0: reload one. Fine. It's really good. Yeah. If you have nothing else to do, you should shoot someone.
1: And what's nice now that we have the uh, weapon traits broken out onto each weapon rather than just hmm. on the profile it means you can fire your short, short bow, but he's still got the blowpipe. Yes. So you can fire a short bow and then be like, "Actually, I'm going to shoot you with a blowpipe." Yeah. Now, and I'm not going to have to reload. That's uh, ammo three. It's light lightweight, like we discussed. Four eight twelve range, but it doesn't do damage. And this is this is probably
0: this is where the model it shines. Yeah, like this this these three effects are why you bring him. Yeah. Otherwise, I mean, don't get me wrong. For twelve rise, just with your short bow, he's not a bad buy. Yeah, he's already decent. But you bring him for his blowpipe because his blowpipe is fantastic.
1: So you. Uh, Basically, the the target model that gets hit when you have a successful range attack doesn't take damage. As long as it's non-soulless, it will gain either a blind marker, an impetuous marker and aggressive, or a frightened marker. So, effectively, each of these would go away in the end phase. Uh, You remove one blind marker in the end phase anyway, so if it happens to be the second one, then okay, they're in in a bit. Actually, no, do you remove all blind markers? I think you might do. I've never
0: stacked them up more than once, so I wouldn't know. Uh,
1: The Impetuous marker and Aggressive, that goes at the end phase. And the Frightened marker, because it's not caused by a failed fear test, it doesn't have a value, which means that you automatically pass the test to
0: get rid of it anyway in the end phase. The really interesting thing about the Frightened marker, though, is that you're not allowed to engage Frightened models. Yeah, it's amazing.
1: Which, or fear-causing models. Yeah,
0: fear-causing models.
1: So then he, he combos really well with Lua, Ryota, Arata, uh Hideaki, Tetsu. Oh, is Hideaki fear as well? Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, bloody hell. Um, I I have totally had instances where I have put fear on someone big and scary, hmm. and then you look down at the board and go, like, I'm not allowed to attack anyone.
1: Yeah, so you, you have a decent access to fear four and five. Yeah. Uh, is Tetsuso six? No. No, so everything. He was he was at one point doing point. the
0: playtest, which was too much. Yeah, I, I think so.
1: And yeah, I mean, for something to be fear six, Tetsu'so quite scary looking, but there are scarier things out there. So,
0: hmm. also Tetsu'su is much more effective against your opponent than against their models. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, the, the, the Frighten is just depending on your list setup. It might just be a debuff of you lose a die. Well, the thing about the frightened thing is, it,
1: it's both defensive for you because it's then saying, well, you can't put your model into because because if someone's got three key and bravery, yeah, the, they're yeah, not, still failing. Yeah, it.
0: the, exactly. It's it's fantastic for yeah. that. It's a huge control effect yeah. if you've brought the right list, and it's also like you say, it's a debuff.
1: So you can put any model in there and that, that, that your opponent's already at minus one die. The blind marker on face value might be, well, it's just, it's just minus one die. And you're like, yeah, but it opens up more opportunities for surprise. Yeah. Because whilst you will start maybe in someone's front arc, you can move around into their rear arc without yeah. ever being seen. Yes. And therefore you can surprise them. So all of a sudden they're at minus two. They can't declare key feats. They can't all, spend any also, key boosts. It's it, if someone has a scary range attack. Yeah. It stops them doing range attacks. It stops them doing charges. It stops them doing run because you need to be able to see yes, where you're going when you run. Which
0: is is something you absolutely need to remember with the run. Yeah, uh, key attack, key, key tests. If you need to pick a target, yeah, and it, it just,
1: yeah, it's if you're thinking about it as just combat, it's fine. It's not as good as the frighten marker,
2: probably.
0: But yeah. then the the, the knock on effects yeah, it's, are massive. Is it something that wants to do something other than melee? Hmm. You should seriously consider blinding them. So the third one.
1: Impetuous, marker, and aggressive—that's the one that's just all out controlling them, really. Because you're saying we—you well, have to activate that model next, yep. and he's going to have
0: real trouble putting models in instead of putting dice in defense. Yes. I mean, the all—all all three of them are situationally amazing. Mm.
1: Did he used to grant berserk instead of impetuous, marker, and aggressive? Previous yes. edition, which was horrifying. I think. Because if you go Berserk, you actually have to move into yes. uh, combat with models. Yes, it was bad. Hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Uh,
0: all those effects are amazing. I, he's fantastic. I, I, think... I mean, he's, he's, a, <laughs> he's an amazing utility model yeah. that will randomly shoot someone in the face with a shot Yeah. The only thing I found with the blowpipe is because you only have ammo three mm-hmm. and no way of getting more, you're slightly cautious about using it sometimes. Yes, when perhaps you shouldn't be. Because I, I've i never had him run out of ammo, and it'd be a problem, because he is fragile, he is super annoying. Your opponent will try and kill him. Yeah, absolutely. So you're probably not going to have that many opportunities to use the so, ammo. So if you, if you feel you have a good option for it, absolutely do it.
1: What I would say is... The minus one for having already made a ranged attack yeah. with him on is... the blowpipe is less relevant because you don't care about success level. If no. you get success level zero, it doesn't bloody matter. No, you You're... just need yeah. to hit. So you could legitimately, in Black Sails, fire all three shots with the blowpipe in one turn. Yes. And
0: not. Probably be, be fine? <laughs> yeah. Or alternatively, <laughs> yeah. I mean, the other nice thing you can do is you can shoot the shortbow twice, for instance. Yes. Um, and if it's in a late turn enough, you can still move six inches while you're doing it, mm-hmm. because you can do dash three times. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yep. I mean, there's all sorts of the the third activation car, counter from Black sails open up all sorts of really interesting options for him. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely.
1: Okay. So uh, yeah, who's up next?
0: Um. Let's take go to the completely other end of the witch girl and talk about Lua. Yeah. Okay. From the smallest dude to the biggest dude. Um, well, the biggest human-shaped dude, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Tetsuso might have something yeah, to say sure, about Yeah, sure, but... Um, Lewis is big. So he's a buto. He's 19 rice. The only Buto. He's the only buto in the faction, yeah. Yep. yep. Uh, 3 melee skill, boostable for 3. Uh, 1 range, who cares. Uh, 4 movement and 2 key 8. Yeah. Uh, I believe he's got, what, 10 wounds? Yeah. Yes. So... He he's a bit of a tank. His giant axe, uh, he's not just a tank, obviously he hits you pretty hard. He's plus two strength, brutal one. And force back attack. Force one. back attack one. Force back attack is is super niche. Um uh, But yes. it's one of those things that Butoh's theme, certainly in Moon, is I'm going to push you out of this zone. Yeah. Generally. Uh, it obviously
0: fits in with them essentially being a sumo wrestler. It's, it's a nice attack to have access to. Hmm mostly you just want to punch people in the face
1: yeah it's scenario relevant but the trouble is you're i think you're doing no damage with force back attack and you're spending one of your dice so it's really like i have to get this uh, opposing and i don't think i can kill him yeah exactly.
0: which is even worse because his two key feats speaking of killing people (laughs) he has hack for two key he can get powerful attack zero yeah that's really nice not bad um, would you like to be uh, Brutal 1 and plus 5 on your melee damage roll?
1: I mean, it's arguably cheaper than uh, force back Attack, because it costs yeah. you 3
0: key for an additional die.
1: Yeah. If, so if you need to spend dice to get that, um, uh, and then Hack is 2. So and yeah.
0: he has dirty fighting as well, so you can lock down special defences. Both of them active key
1: feats. Yeah. Uh, so not so useful if you're the inactive model, obviously. No, no, if he's not active,
0: then... Mm, that's too bad
1: he's still good though dirty fighting is one of those things that whenever I have a model that has it I don't use it but whenever someone uses it against me my mind is blown about how effective it can be
0: the problem is that the utility of dirty fighting is entirely depending on the opponent's model yeah
1: I mean look if you come up against ninjas dirty fighting's great because
0: everything they do is free yes Um, and then you go like no you just stab me with your tiny silly knife yeah
1: and i think that there's there's been some kickback in uh in discussion groups facebook the forums whatever about critical attack and i'm not, i'm not going to get into it right now we can um, get into
0: it when we talk about the crabs, but you all because you all have sure. it
1: but what i'll say here is if you if you need to counter critical attack dirty fighting just it does it yeah it um, it goes
0: like nope you're not allowed to do that you yeah. can't cut my head off um he has Okay, so, uh,
1: yeah, let's go back to his, his traits. Yes, we got sidetracked. So, Fearful, Yep. Steadfast, uh, Steadfast is... Uh, Can't be pushed? No, st- I think Steadfast, oh, God. Steadfast is... I really should have brought my rule book down from upstairs. I'll go and get it in a minute. You can put uh, your dice anywhere like. Oh, yes, you like, yes, that's the one. Even if you're frightened.
0: I was thinking, um, what's it called these days? Immovable? Uh yeah. I play too many games with keywords. Uh-huh. Um, uh, <laughs> he's immune prone. Yep potentially
1: very strong. Yep, yeah, there's been some playtesting around a thing recently where that would
0: be Well, it was, it was put on the forum and everyone freaked out about it once they realised how it works. And yeah. he will just beat the crap out of it. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, I think it's a good fight, even with him. Yeah, but, break, but yeah. He, he, has to, he actually has the option of potentially beating the crap out of it, mm. whereas most people don't. Yes, so we're talking about a bear that was previewed.
1: Go and have a look on the yes. Facebook group if you can find it. Um, so he, especially he, suitable for Halloween because you will be scared. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he's got toughness one. He's a buto. Just further he has, en- he has endurance, which is well. That's why I was leaving until
0: last, despite it being alphabetically the first. Yes. Uh, yeah. Well, <coughs> well, the only thing we're missing is toughness one because he's a buto. Hmm. Um, no, I literally it, just said that. <laughs> uh, I'm not paying attention. Uh, endurance is really interesting.
1: Yeah, Endurance is fantastic. It, it, it means that
0: you... It, it means you it, don't lose a die for being tired.
1: Yeah, it feels like a different flavour, a slightly lesser flavour in some ways than Tireless.
0: Yes, oh, it totally is. It does not give
1: you the same options. But
0: it does mean you can just walk him off the board. And it lasts, and it lasts
1: forever. So you can take two actions yourself, yeah. and then you still don't care that you're exhausted. Yeah. You're not get, You're not losing a die in melee. So, again, just feeds into his tankiness. You could just... Walk him up twice into his own, and he'll stand there and, and go, still be I've scary. I've still got three dice. I could still, you know, I could still, I could still do dirty fighting. I could still do hack. I could still boost. Uh, I can't two. actually. Can you not? Oh no, you'd have to be active. Wouldn't you? Yeah, I, I literally said that
0: that wouldn't work. Yeah, wouldn't so, so you can't. But yeah. on he, even his base profile, is, is, is good enough. Mm. You don't actually need the other things. No. Um, I mean, I find I spend most of his key on hack.
1: Yeah, just because powerful
0: attacks hero is as turns out quite powerful. Yeah, make things go away. Yeah. Sure,
1: okay. Um, uh, which themes can he go in? He cannot go
0: in Queen of the Waves. Okay. But he can obviously go in
1: Black Sails. Uh can he go in
0: Yes yes he can. He's not excluded from Docks of Rio. Cool. Um and you should you should consider him, he's good. Uh, very useful for scenario. Yeah. Actually. He
1: he has some competition uh, in eldest brother. Yes, the Ronin uh, special edition model, uh, which was available with the new edition, I like, presume yes. will be available. Uh, maybe at shows and stuff. Well, in the I certainly future. hope so because I didn't get one and I want one. Yeah, I can see why you would. Uh, we've talked about eldest brother before, so what I would say is like he fulfills a similar role. Go and have a look at him.
0: I think I even mentioned that he potentially outclasses Lua when we talked about him.
1: Yeah, I mean, if you can take him in a theme, well, you can't take him in a the theme, can you? So if you're not running uh, a Jung theme and you're running like Ordered for Battle yeah. or whatever, Eldest Brother is uh, probably a better choice than Lua for one rice less.
0: Yes. I mean, mm. I really want to run a list at some point with Lua, Eldest Brother and Tetsuso. Yeah. Because that seems hilarious for me.
1: Well, that seems like a pretty good uh, segue into Tetsuso. Then. Yes.
0: Why not? He's sort of the same style of model as Lua, actually, I find. Certainly the way I'm using him. Sure. So he's, okay. he's one of the crab men. He's yep. 19, just as Lua is. Um, three melee, boosting for three. Same again. He is faster. He's speed five. Yeah. With a, a key boost of three, actually. He can boost it even more if he wants to. Yeah. And he's two eight for key. Oh, and one range, but he's not going to use range. And, and
1: he's ten wounds as well. You could
0: give him a handgun. <clears throat> I don't know why you would, but it's actually possible. I literally can't think of a reason to do that. But, uh. <laughs> actually, I, yeah, anyway. He has. <laughs> uh, he's, he also has 10 wounds. He does not have toughness 1, he has armor 3 instead.
1: Doesn't he, Don't you he have to be a Kaizuku to take the pistol? Oh, you might actually have to be yeah, a Kaizuku to do. take
0: the there pistol. Go. Right, sorry. I, go, start, I mean, that, that, again, that's then. a really good reason for you to not waste 4 ice and giving him a pistol. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, as I said, like, he does not have toughness 1, he has armor 3 instead. Mm. Which is nice. So armor three. Well, okay. So
1: excluding your opponent's traits, yeah. Armor two and uh, toughness or tough one mm. are equivalent. They yes. will reduce your wounds by one. Yeah. Armor three reduces your by wounds one and by a half. Well, it reduces your wounds by either one or two, and it's fifty-fifty yes. depending on where the ch- you are on the chart. So it's arguably slightly slightly better than tough.
0: Yes. What I would say is that sharp is less common than uh, pierce. Yes. yes. So. But a lot of models have PS1, yes. which then just takes him down to being equivalent to Lua. Yeah, exactly. So um, yeah. he has bravery. Yeah. So if you really thought you were going to have problems with your key two, you probably don't.
1: Uh, he's pretty confident, big crab man. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, fear five. So even better than Lua. Yeah, we, he should be. I mean, yeah. He's <laughs> <a> <laughs> crab centaur. He's also immune to prone because it turns out he has quite a lot of legs. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and he's light footed because he has turns quite a lot of quite legs. legs. Yeah. Um. Let's do his key feet and then we can talk about his weapons, which are weird. His key feet is crushing blow. Um, which gives you, it's an active personal key feet costing two. Yep. Gives you brutal one and pierce one. Yeah. You can only be used once per activation. So no, you can't go like, oh, I have six key, brutal three, which is a <laughs> shame. Um, So yeah, he's another one of, go like, well, if he's the active model, he can actually hit you really hard. Yeah. And uh, speaking of hitting you really hard. He has two different weapons and you have to pick one. Yep. He has a claw, which is plus two melee strength. Critical attack one, because it's a claw. Uh Grapple attack zero and side step defense zero. It's yep. nice if you want to kill people. Mm-hmm. Um I've never actually used the grapple attack.
1: Grapple attack uh,
0: gives held, essentially, yes. to your opponent. Um I generally don't want to use you to help hold people. I want him to kill people
1: yeah depends what you come up against. yeah if you come up against uh, a, a big oni yeah you know like, well actually odds are I'm not gonna kill him, so
0: I will just yeah. take him out of this turn he does have critical attack it's critical attack will one hmm. it breaks you down to two dice. to my mind, that is only worth it if you have set up a way of either seriously debuffing your opponent. Yeah. Or buffing you, preferably both.
1: Yeah, if you, again, like if you come up against an overextended on ease down to one die, yeah. uh, you, Maybe. you might choose to do it then. You might want to buy a die to do it. Yeah. Uh, and of course, against high wound count models, critical attack is devastating. Um, if, I think we'll come It's
0: quite random. We'll
1: come back to talk about yeah. critical attack in a little bit. Uh, he also has a spear. Yep. Well, Naginata, but yeah. It's a spear. It is actually a spear. Um, so
0: the model has a spear yeah i mean mine doesn't because at the minute it's broken but um it has reach which means that he gets to attack first if he was not already engaged Mm -hmm. which is very important because he has push attack zero yeah that's the big thing i mean he's got sidestep uh, attack Attack zero as well and powerful attack one yeah so he can do all sorts of funky things my favourite is to push attack. Of course, yeah. Because you go in on him and go like, okay, well, I better get started. He needs... He's going to be a problem. I need to stop. And he goes, okay, I'm attacking first. Push attack zero. If you're feeling like it, put everything into attack. It's not actually that unreasonable with him. He can, even if you fail, he'll probably live. Well, I think it's a fair
1: assumption to say that your... Your opponent will probably... Look, if they put stuff into defence, they're probably not going to go like two defence, one at...
0: Well, maybe they will. Yeah, it, that, but that's the interesting thing that it forces your opponent yeah. to think about is that if you don't defend adequately you will probably not even get to attack at all
1: yeah the the other interesting one for me is sidestep attack
0: yes now
1: sidestep in the new edition has been it, it's so much more powerful because yes. you essentially move until you're out of your opponent's zone of control yeah but That could be quite far. It's not just the inch that it used to be. Oh no. Uh, So if you really need to reposition Tetsu... Yes. So you've got push attack for going, oh, well, it's very nice you're in this zone, but now you're not. Yeah. And then you've got sidestep attack for... I've now moved into the zone almost behind you.
0: Yeah. And then you've got powerful attack if...
1: I think powerful attack one is there to trick people into thinking that you're using one of the other two
0: with yes. your Laganata and then you go actually I'm just going to try and murder yeah. you the problem with powerful attack one is that the claw has plus two melee strength already
1: yeah I, th- I literally think it's there for mind it, games
0: it, yes well that but it would also benefit from reach hmm. which is not unimportant Yeah, true, so true. there is the oh he's using the spear he's probably going to do some repositioning shenanigans hmm. but he might also just straight up kill me yeah
1: I mean, yeah, he he, he's, he could do some real damage. You look at the claw, and then you give him brutal and pierce one. That's real nasty. Um, oh, yeah. Before you even get to the critical attack.
0: And he's very okay. resilient, and he's very fast.
1: Yeah. No, you can't ignore Tetsuso. You can feed him cheap profiles who might
0: actually get away unscathed if they're putting everything into defense. Yes. But... Yeah, he, he will generally not roll, like, his... Attack level is generally not going to be huge.
2: Yeah.
0: It's going to be useful, but he he doesn't have like melee prowess or anything like that. He's not a samurai. Yeah. Um. But he's very competent. Yeah. Nineteen is a lot, but not yeah. for him. I no, don't I, think. No, no. I think what he can
1: do is maneuverability. It's yes, he's on a, a big base. He's on a fifty, a 50 isn't yeah. he? But uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's horrifying. Uh, how does he fit within themes?
0: Um, uh, uh, black sales.
1: Does he gain anything interesting from black nope. sales?
0: Good. <laughs> no. Nope. Black sales only benefit Kaisoku
1: models. Okay. So there might be a couple of special cards where you can do a. Are there any ones where you can do a place, or are they just pushes? No.
0: There ones? is uh, the. Oh, what is it? Uh, Kemi I think it's called these yep. days uh sure and that's just a friendly jung model is it a place place each model within 1 inch of its current position okay
1: so tetsu so 50 mm base if you place a model yeah you are measuring from their base to
0: any other part of their base where you've placed it yes them. A, one point of his base just needs to be within an inch of where his base is used to be yeah
1: so if you put it in terms of a move he can it's move. basically a 3 inch yes. move yes
0: which is horrifying yes it's now uh an event card mhm uh, if you have Marie in your warband, she can have two of them, otherwise you can only have one. Mm-hmm. It used to be a benefit of Queen of the Waves. And Marie is not Black Sails, she's Queen of the Waves, so, okay. Yes. Okay. So, she, she you, he used to be able to do that as a thing every turn. Yeah, it was, it was <laughs> awful. <laughs> um, felt good. Yeah, for <laughs> you.
1: <laughs> so, shall we move on to the other crabman, yes. who is very, very different?
0: Yes, Hideaki. He's a hermit craft, basically. Yeah, and he's so Tetsuso is a bit of a tank. Yeah, obviously. Hideaki is potentially even more of a tank, but in a completely different
1: way. He's a very he's a shenanigans tank in a way. Yeah. Uh, so he's he's only got uh, what's it six wounds. Yeah. So he's just regular human in that sense. Uh, his melee of two boostable uh, at three, it's fine. He, you know, one whatever. six
0: key. So the melee, melee boost is Not, is hard to reach. Yeah. Range to two, which is
1: uh, an increase from the other crab. Yeah. Um, move a four, and uh, yeah, like I say one slash six key. He's got fear five, uh, which I think is actually quite generous to him. Yes. Um, he's got scout one six, so he can he can deploy pretty far forward.
0: If you're doing a corner deployment, he can almost be in the middle of the table. Hmm.
1: Now he doesn't have crab legs, so he doesn't have immune to prone, but he does have all light fruited.
0: All that yeah, so he does have jump up. Which is super important.
1: So if we look at his... Uh, okay, let's look at his unique effects
0: quickly. Yes, because that flavours everything <coughs> else.
1: So while prone, this model may declare the weight action instead of a stand-up action, even if in base-to-base with an enemy model. He'll then gain plus one key stat, armour three, and durable until he loses that prone state. Uh, he can't declare special attacks or defences while prone, but... Um, which I think is important, just uh, yes, in in combination with what what else is going on. Oh there. yeah, uh, if this model loses its scout trait, oh, uses sorry uses its
0: scout trait, it begins the game prone with two key tokens. He, he should always scout, yeah. Even if you don't intend to put him anywhere but your deployment zone, he mm. should always scout.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean a, a six inch scout. Uh, he will begin the game prone, but he starts with two key tokens,
0: so and he has jump up. So the yeah. fact that he's prone is purely a benefit.
1: Yeah, it means if someone moves in on you, then you are suffering from being prone. But if you have the ability, which yep. you should, to, to do something first, yeah. then you uh, you don't care. Mm. Uh, so he'll declare a wait action, maybe. That will give him plus one key stat. Now, he's not generating any extra key until the next phase... But it does go over phases. Yes, it's not fa- um, until the next turn, and yep. it does go over the end turn into the.
0: And armor three endurable is horrifying. Oh yeah, you're not you're not going to do much to him, um, quite honestly. Especially because he has retract as a key feed, cost one, mm-hmm. instant, yep. personal. This model become prone, or if prone, this model loses the prone state. I would like to point out that there is a time window to use instant key feeds. Between your opponent rolling success level and him rolling damage, yes. So this is the other end of the
1: spectrum. From uh, I think is, is it? Uh, oh, is it crushing blow or which gives you brutal plus one? Hack or?
0: Oh no, yeah, that's crushing blow.
1: Yeah, yeah. There's, there's a couple of key feats where you go, oh, I've got a pretty good success level. I guess as an instant, I'll spend a couple of extra key to just murder you. Mm. This is the opposite end of that. It's only one key. Yeah, it makes you prone, but then. Um, then you're durable in Armour 3.
0: Well, actually, no, because you haven't uh, you haven't declared the weight action. That's not that's not what you were reading and wrong. While prone, this model may declare the weight action instead of the, instead of the stand-up action. Yeah. And it gains plus one key stat, Armour 3, and durable while it is prone. Well, until it loses the prone state. Yeah, but that's not conditioned on taking the weight action. Okay. It just gives it the option of taking the weight action. Because oh, you're not allowed to wait when you're prone. You have to stand up. Okay. So that that it, it just means that you're not forced to always get up.
1: I think there is a semantic argument for the way I initially read it, but I know that the intent is what you're saying. I, I was going
0: to say, if it is that way, I would quite like his cost to be less than 10. Because he's 14 at the minute. Mm. Okay. Yeah, I mean, look, it makes retract make sense. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, sure. Sure. <laughs>
1: Um, uh, once per
0: turn on retreat. so it does mean that in potentially you could go in on someone put both of your dice in attack potentially hit them and then go like oh you're success level 8 and your are counter attack I'll take a point of damage thank you very much <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: Um, what's interesting is you'll go prone Um, if you go prone before uh, you roll a damage yeah. roll then you don't roll a damage yeah, roll so but if
0: you are the have the initiative you get to roll a damage roll and then you get to go prone I really need my rule book to check the order of things. But yeah, that's... I, I've thing. actually checked because it's fairly oh, important for okay. <laughs> Uh
1: So then his other key feat... It's uh, weird. Which looks like it's pronounced Fuku, but it would actually be... Uh, oh God, how's it going? When you have double consonant, it's like a, it's like a gap. So it's sort of... Uh, <coughs> Fuku, I think. Okay. Which, you know, yeah. sounds sounds like how I want to yeah. say things to you. Um <laughs> So, two key, simple, target two inches. Target model must not make a size challenge test five or be placed anywhere in base-to-base with this model. Immediately be- begin a melee exchange with a target model. This only removes one activation counter. So, he's got a big hook. So, he's using this hook to drag a model towards him. Yes. But you place it anywhere in base-to-base with you. Yes. So, you can place it behind you, which means that then you turn to face that model. Yep. And you do your melee exchange. Who cares what happens? Yeah. That model has now got its ass showing to the rest of your faction. Yes, your ass is showing to his faction.
0: But but that's you, fine. you you probably retract. you probably don't care no, nearly as much. Um, um, uh, there the... is one fatal flaw in this key feed. Mm-hmm. Science challenge test five. Yeah, it's not much. No, it no. fails all the time.
1: <laughs> For two key, that challenge test is too low. It needs to be. It needs to be a six, especially uh, when, when probably
0: he might need to be a seven. Especially sure. when he needs his key to live, and he only generates one when yeah. he's not lying on the ground. Yeah, it's. I
1: I I probably wouldn't ever use it simply because the challenge test is so low. I I've used it a, a bit purely to see if I could get it to work. It might be pretty funny against like. For instance, for the Tengu, do it to Naigabu, who's got movement zero. You're like, well, (laughs) I've just hooked to this bird that's being carried by lots of little birds out of the sky. Um, So, so super niche then. uh, And if Naigubu's that close to you, I think he's got stuff that he can do to prevent you doing things. Yeah, he does. I think so.
0: Um, In terms of his weapons... He has all of the things on his weapons. He has, he's another one with two weapons, because he has a claw and a gaff. Yeah,
1: so the claw's the same large... Oh no, it's no. actually different. It's got sharp one, critical attack one is the same, and sidestep defense zero. Um,
0: So while Tetsuto potentially might use his critical attack, Hideaki's never going to critical attack you. No. Nah. He just can't get the dice to make it work. No. Nah. Uh, or, or, by the time he's gotten the dice to make it work... You're in so much trouble anyway that critical attack is the least of your worries. I'm gonna disagree
1: for an edge case, which would, uh, again, I'm gonna go with Oni. Like, yes. If you get an Oni who's aggressive and exhausted down yeah, to one die. You mean you can,
0: you can just chuck the one die in there and go like, well I am going to hit you. Yeah, we'll see what, yeah, we'll see what happens. If yeah. you, if
1: you're gonna get a really good hit on me, maybe I'll duck in, but, yeah. you know, you'll probably be dead. So, so I think it has, it has an edge case usage there.
0: Um, that only screwed up at that point. Like that Oni is like, committed to death. Already. Yeah, I was going to say at that point, several things have already gone wrong. Yeah.
1: So his other weapon is the gaff. Um. So bleed one one. So this is his hook. Bleed yes. one one. Reach. Drag defense zero. Push defense one. And sidestep attack zero.
0: Yes. All sorts of things going on there yeah, he's he's really a model where it's like, you have lots of choices. Yeah. And all of them are actually quite important for how he performs. I think drag defense zero fits quite well with the dog pile approach
1: to the yes. Kaizoku list. So he goes, yeah, everything in defense, I'll just drag you an inch this way and you'll follow me, but I'm I'm pulling you away from your safety net of, yeah. your, of your friendly models. Um, Push defense one. Yeah. Mm, I... Especially with two melee dice. That's even more of an edge case than the critical attack for me. Yes. Because you're giving up a defense die to do it. It just, yeah, seems crazy. Sidestep attack, though. Sure. I mean, you have to put a die into attack to do
0: it. Um, yeah. Um, why, so, I, having played him a bunch, because I have played a list of all of the animal people, hmm. um, while I will take Tetsuto in almost every list... Yeah. Hideaki really struggles to find his place.
1: I think Hideaki is both um, strange to use and strange to fight. Because you go up against him, you're not going to put all your dice into attack. You can't. Because you know that he can.
0: Do it, the critical attack. It's attacking. basically
1: the situation with the kami. Yeah. You're like, well, I'm I'm going to cause one wound to you. Yeah. If you've got any key. If he's got not got any key, he's dead. Yes. Um,
0: Disturbed flow. Destroys him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you I, can't I've, generate I've key played against a blaster cami. Mm. He's really sad. Mm, sure. Um, because suddenly it's like, oh, two key to do retract. Oops. Yeah. You are in trouble. One key to do.
1: Oh, it costs two for
0: the. Yes. Yeah, sorry to start sorry, flow. Yeah. yeah. So you've got old Zoe would be a problem. Yeah. Yeah. Anything that can messes with his key generation or his key costs destroys him. Yeah. He's really key dependent to live or at least to function in the way you want him to. He can lift just fine but then he's not doing anything.
1: Yeah, I mean that's why you you, you would scout him. Uh, the thing to notice about to note about the scout uh, ability, if you use your scout trait, well, if you are adding plus 1 to your deployment, yeah, you're you've using used in your scout trait. You yeah. don't actually have to scout him and even if you choose to use your scout trait, you can, you can still deploy him on your... the baseline. Yeah, that, there's
0: there's no reason he shouldn't get that. Yeah, exactly. Um Especially because even while you're prone, but you also have jump up, so you can just activate him and go, like, I'm no longer prone. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Okay, he's a weird one. Yeah, he's interesting. I would encourage people to try him out, Yeah, because I didn't really get him to work well for me. But I also play a fairly particularly kind of warband most of the time, and he didn't quite fit in there, despite being quite tanky. Yeah, I
1: think it is a real shame that uh, Fuku is is too key and only size test 5 yeah because to, to, for those people who aren't sure what a size test is you are rolling what two dice if you're yeah. two, two dice,
2: dice
0: if you're small two dice if you're a normal human yeah so small yes mm. it's 50 50 50 whatever the works on or not that's not quite true but <laughs> yeah, close enough uh, I'm not going to do that no nope. <laughs> actually no
1: I'm, I'm going to sort of go back on what I said because I was thinking I was thinking in the last edition um where i think you had 3 dice if you were because you were medium as a No as a human. you had
0: 3 dice if you want a 40 mill base. Oh uh, okay. It so hasn't, that hasn't, hasn't, changed. hasn't just changed the terminology. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um but 5 is not quite high enough. If it was 6, hmm. you could semi reliably do it against normal people. It's just too much of a risk for him. It's a really weird thing
1: that and i might be wrong here so correct me if i am. Um but his hook would be really effective against a large rat swarm. Yes. <laughs> because they're tiny. Yes. And <laughs> they're on a 50mm base. Yes. So you'd potentially like, I've just used this single hook to move this entire horde of rats <laughs> behind me. Yep. Um, so that's a, that's one of those weird emergent things that happens with miniatures games.
0: And absolutely not worth worrying about in terms of rules, effects, or fixing it because, uh. Also, you wouldn't use it on the rat swarm because
1: they're aware. Yeah. You know, but, but just a funny, funny little thing.
0: Okay. Who's up next? Let's do the last, last of the crabs. Last of the crabs. the crab swarm. Crabs of the Eastern Sea.
1: Yeah, in fact, uh, I don't think any of them are swarm. No. Actually, I have two. Parts. Oh, yeah, no, the, the crab swarm is a swarm. It does have the trait swarm.
0: Okay. Yeah. Keep that one, I have another one. Um, this one is special, is what it is. It's three, potentially three different crabs.
1: Yeah, so there's, there's three different miniatures. Uh, one rice. Uh, sorry. <laughs> one rice four rice, and seven rice. Let's deal with them each in turn, but the yes. common statistics are movement four, ranged one, which I, I find
0: it hilarious that they've got a ranged stat. Um, uh, They'll throw a sand at you. <laughs> yeah. You should have blind attack range. <laughs> so their
1: really wef- common weapon of claws, minus two strength, uh, sidestep defense zero, sidestep attack zero. They've got armor two, insignificant. They group and they're tiny. So, let's go uh, down the list. The, the, each model's melee and key statistics are equal to their remaining wounds? Yes. Is that your parking? Something. <laughs> it's always good when you set a reminder and you don't know what it's for. <laughs> so, uh, so, we've got the horseshoe crowd. Yep. Now, this one is a big... I actually went to a sea life centre recently, Mm. and I saw the skeleton of a horseshoe crab. I've got a photo of it. Uh, They're mad. Yeah. They're really crazy things. Oh, yeah. So, it's it's got all the following traits. Armour 3, defensive, immune all, (laughs) tough 3. It cannot declare melee or charge actions, and may declare weight actions while in base-to-base with enemy models. And it costs one rice.
0: It is... Just going to stand around and be in your way.
1: So you know when you said uh, Jung have access to ways to create terrain. Yeah, I'd argue that this model is terrain. terrain. Yeah, uh, it can move. Yeah, uh, but it's it's for all intents and purposes
0: uh, a uh, it's a movable piece of terrain. Yeah, um, it's in some ways it's actually harder to remove than terrain pieces.
1: Yeah, and now it only has one wound. I think this is one of the failings of the card here. Is that it's quite hard to tell which has got what wounds? Yes, Um, it is the bottom one. Yes,
0: it it says HS, so you can work it out, but it does take a little bit of looking at the card to work out what's going on. Yeah, Um, but you need to do four points of damage to kill it through armor three. (laughs) Yes, yeah. So I
1: mean, it's effectively ignoring four or five wounds on every hit that it takes. Um. Which is pretty pretty spectacular obviously the second you come up to it with a, a bit of sharp and a bit of um, oh yeah no no it can just it, it's
0: it's not that hard to kill
1: a lot of the time it's not worth the effort though no but it's still a real pain in the ass. because yeah. you can just set it in front of a scenario objective mm. making models have to go around it and
0: its zone of control or you have to spend, it's in, it's insignificant. yeah so anyway. or do you have to spend time attacking it and while well, yes yeah, any reasonable beta is quite likely to kill it yeah what if you roll badly?
1: Yeah. And you can put it at the front of a of a zone. Yeah. And people then have to,
0: like... Find space to... Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. it's a real...
1: And for... it, it's only one rice, but yeah. it is a model. Yeah. So if it puts you... Or, or it prevents them from getting the majority models, even if yeah. they already have the majority rice, it, yeah. it could be really it's, useful for one rice. It is, I think, the best of them.
0: Okay. Purely because it costs one rice.
1: Yeah, sure. Yeah. Good filler. Yeah. Um, I want to go to the most expensive one now at the bottom of the list, because yes. it's pretty straightforward, the Itzro Crab Swarm. It has Durable, Fearless, Swarm, Tireless, and Three three Wounds.
0: Yes. So uh, It's a cami, sort of.
1: It is a bit like a cami. It's slightly cheaper because it doesn't do any uh, fancy things. Yes.
0: but um, And it's not Soulless and any of those things. Fearless but...
1: is always useful. Uh, swarm, I can't remember the effect of Swarm.
0: No idea. So <laughs> I have yeah. not actually used it because it costs seven.
1: Yeah, sure. Um, I'm going to go and get my rule book. Okay, so swarm is minus one on size test.
0: Yes, model has one die penalty on size test and range attack targeting this model suffers an additional plus one to the challenge number.
1: Okay. So uh, and yes, durable. So durable with three wounds, pretty yes, good. That's um, nice. Tireless, of course, is is great. So it actually can fulfill a similar role to the horseshoe crab where you can stick it in, uh, in a zone.
0: Yes. It's just cost seven times as much.
1: Yeah. But it also has three, uh, wounds, which means it's got three melee skill, uh, and key three. Yes. Yes, it does, <laughs> which
0: is odd.
1: Well, I mean, look, it, it's an animal. So all that means is that it's really hard for someone to yes. do something
0: to that many minds, uh, even if they are simple. Um, I think I would <clears throat> probably spend uh, one point one rice more and buy a Kami most of the time.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I th- Um, if you can take Kami in the list that you yes. decide to take yes. it in. Yes, there's
0: a, there is a theme <clears throat> restriction in that.
1: How much is your average Kaizoku?
0: Uh, there are, you can get, there's two that cost eight and two that cost ten. Okay, so there's only one rice less than a Kaizoku as well. Yes.
1: Still, I think it, it does... Fulfill a role?
0: Yes. No, it's 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 certainly yeah. not, not bad to have the option. Hmm. <coughs> Excuse me. And there are various things which are just like friendly junk models and things like that, which yeah. uh, the cami, for instance, would not qualify as because they're owning.
1: Okay, so let's go to the fun one. The <laughs> giant fiddler crab. I'm really disappointed that I've not seen anyone model this with a knife in its claw. <laughs> um, so sort yourselves out, people. Come on. <laughs> um, when this model is the active model and in base-to-base with an enemy model, the enemy model must make a move challenge six test, move challenge test six. Uh, so if it fails, place this model elsewhere, and the enemy model. Gets, so elsewhere is I guess, off the board, or sort of reserve, yeah, off the board. And the enemy model gains the following traits: unstable, weak in, uh, in melee, and slow. Uh, the model may take a weight action. If it does, or if the model is killed, it loses the traits, and its controller may place this model from elsewhere to within two inches of the enemy model. So you've got this, <laughs> this fiddler crab just walking up to people and just clinging onto them, yes. and just just being annoying.
0: Yes, that's what happens. Happens basically.
1: Yeah, uh, it's got uh, two wounds. Yeah. It's... Which you don't care about because if you're the active model, you're gonna you're gonna make them do that move challenge test. Yes. Now, so it, it move challenge six uh, and models rolling four dice is not really that hard. No. But you know,
0: it's fun. Hmm. So it's only four dice. It's another one where it's like this is actually a reasonable filler model. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that
1: seems like that move challenge test is roughly a fifty-fifty on models with move four something like, like that, like
0: fifty-fifty ballpark. Yeah. I'm not going to go in the actual so, something like that. It's not for, so on a four-rise models. I'm I'm a lot more forgiving with oh the thing you it's it's a fifty it's a coin flip. Mm. That's fine. It's more the fourteen-rise model that really needs his key for other things. I'm not fine with it being a, a coin flip. No. Yeah, again, like
1: against models which have only got movement three, they starts becoming real good. Um, yes, well, it's not too far off a fifty fifty there either. Still, there we go. It's a funny one.
0: Yeah, right. Shall we so round the crabs? Yes. Shall we round out the animal hybrids?
1: Well, I was going to say first, uh, unless either of those have it. No, let's uh, let's deal with this critical attack. Oh, yes. Discussion that's yes. been going on. So, I think people are people. Some some people have complained about Critical Attack. Some of those people are new to the game. And so you can level the criticism of like, well, maybe on face value, it does seem a bit much, but give it time, think further into it. But I think that would be dismissive to say that everyone
0: comes from that point of view. Also, just because you are new, it doesn't mean that a fresh eye on it can't raise things that are absolutely a problem but everyone has just gotten used to it
1: yeah absolutely and there are people who have played the game for quite a long time who still think that it's not okay
0: i feel that way about some rules as well sure this is this is games uh
1: so i think the main criticism against it is that you just have to roll a double you could even do no damage with that double, and you remove a model from the game yes Now I think the chances of you rolling a a double are like one in six or something, aren't they? I can't remember the.
0: Um, something like that. I mean, it's it gets it gets real bad once you start having models that rolls more dice for damage.
1: Yeah, yeah, sure. Then it's it's a problem if you happen to have critical attack and uh, strong or assassin or something like that. Yeah, okay. Um, Although that changes. No, 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 it doesn't. It doesn't change it that much. If you were able to roll three dice and choose your dice, it would. But because you roll your three dice and you either pick the two highest or the two lowest... Oh, you're right. Yeah, actually, I don't think it changes the, I, the odds.
0: <clears throat> uh, I'd, so, I'd have to do some math. I'm not going to do that right now.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. So I I understand the concern around it. I understand it definitely when it's Critical, critical Attack Zero, where a model who's probably got four key... Sorry, four melee skill. Yeah. Has almost certainly got martial prowess, sorry, prowess melee. Yes. One. Uh, and if they're not having to drop any of their dice to do it. Yes. Okay, that's that's terrifying. My counter argument to that is you know that model's got that stuff. Now, you are straying into, somewhat into like war machine territory where it's like you need to know the profiles of all your enemies. Yes. But I think generally, one of the nice things that Bushido does is that you, you tend to be able to, you could look at, uh, you go, okay, so it's a prefecture samurai, so it could very likely have a critical attack of some kind. Yes. Let's have a look. Plus, you're only looking at six cards, maybe. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe nine, but that whatever. Then you don't have critical attack. <laughs> well, one of them might. Yeah, true. Um, so you know that model can do that thing. hmm you know it's a 1 in 6 chance. Now, damage rolls in Bushido aren't that swingy because you you follow the bell curve, but success levels are quite swingy. Yes. So there's there's an inherent amount of swing in Bushido anyway as a game. But with critical attack, I think you you have to put it down to, I know that model has that as a threat. Mm -hmm. If I really don't want to lose my model, I need to put all my dice into defense. Yes, it could be swingy. You could roll three
0: ones. They could roll three sixes.
1: But in that case, done who cares those, about critical of, attack? Done
0: all of those things. you probably lose the model at that point.
1: Yeah. Uh, so, in in a way, it's the swinginess of rolls in Bushido you can't really prepare for. It just is, it could happen. Yes. You can roll more dice. That's the way you would handle it. You can have a model with
0: prowess, Malin. I have absolutely rolled five dice in an attack and done
1: nothing yeah, before. Yeah, 100%. It can happen. Yeah. Uh, but you can plan for a model having critical, critical attack. Mm-hmm. You can plan more for critical attack zero than you can for critical attack one. Because if a model's got critical attack zero, much in the way if they have powerful attack zero... They're going to use it. They're going to use it, because why wouldn't they? Unless they happen to also have sidestep defense zero. But that should be fairly apparent before any, any combat starts. So feed them some chod if you can. Shoot them in the face. Shoot them in the face. Avoid them. Outmaneuver them. Control them. them.
0: Uh, no, that I don't necessarily mean control but, any, yes, but anything you can do to them le-
1: leverage some key feats uh, me- m- tie up like other models in melee like if they've got a bunch of ashigaru with them tie up models in melee or kaizuka in this case tie up those models in melee so that they have to use their expensive model with critical attack to either go for an objective which they really need or they're going to bring it into one of those combats yeah they might kill your model but you can be outnumbered or something yeah. at that point anyway so who cares Make dictate the situation now. Easy, easier with things like Tengu and Ito to, to yeah, dictate because that they, because you've got have the movement more, on more, your side. more options. Yeah, it, it is certainly harder with an elite. I've just got a bunch of Oni, my Alpha's list, for instance. Like, yes,
0: your Alpha's li- also the, the, the prime target of. Oh, that's awful. Yeah, like the, the Alpha's list is probably the best target for critical attack. If
1: you're talking about rock paper scissors, uh like bad draws, yeah that's a bad draw for the Ioni because they're, they're probably aggressive and they've not got that many melee dice anyway. Yeah. Because of what they do is hit hard, but they're not particularly skillful at it. Uh, and then you've got the most wounds to lose. So it feels really unfair at that point. Uh, and again, like we come back to miniatures games, you just get bad matchups sometimes.
0: Yeah. That's I, just the way it I can do, be. I do, I think the most... One of the very interesting considerations is actually the, the feel you get at the table for it. Hmm. So it might be perfectly fine in aggregate across multiple games, across lots of people. Yep. I can see the argument for going like, oh, well, he got a lot of critical attack and that was the game. Yeah, Which absolutely can happen. So at that point, I can sort of see like it might mostly be fine. Yeah, That doesn't necessarily mean that it is fine or that it should be potentially as prevalent as it is.
1: Yeah, and it's going to depend on your local metas. How often are you coming up against prefect review if that person is obsessed with critical strike, critical attack? Yeah. But you are paying for critical attack. It is incorporated into the cost of the models who have it. And you should be aware that it's there. You should be able to mitigate it. You might mitigate it through some special cards. Uh, You can take clan armours for certain factions, and that will ignore... Doubles. Yeah, it'll just
0: shut down. It can't happen.
1: So that that double literally didn't happen. Yeah. So they don't cancel each other out. You don't even get hurt.
0: No, the the, the double just roll. It lands as a double and then instantly disappears.
1: Yeah, I will say that one of the things I I
0: had hoped for with the critical attack is that it required Damage. a wound to yes. happen. I would quite like to see that too because it it prevents the whole oh I rolled double ones on success level zero. You are dead.
1: Yeah, I rolled double ones on success level 0 against your Oni, who has tough. Yeah. So even if I had caused a wound, I wouldn't have caused any wounds. Yes. It, it does start feeling a little weird there. And I don't think that that would weaken critical attack too much, but it would change the perception
0: of critical attack when it happens to you. Yes. It would also mean that something like Oni have a small amount of defense against it. Hmm, Not much, but if you have toughness... Or armor or things like that. It does mean that there is a range of criticals, depending on the success level, hmm. that will not automatically kill you. Hmm. Probably the best you can hope for is that double ones and double twos don't kill you. Yeah. Um, but that already is a fairly meaningful change to the likelihood that you will just die.
1: Yeah.
0: So there you go. I mean, that, that's, those, those are my
1: thoughts. I, I, I can't discount people's reservations about it but I think there are counters to it and in a game like this you, you, you counter one thing that you think you're likely to come up with you're then not countering something else as well as you were because it, you know it, it's the way the game works it's when we come back to the ordered for battle theme we yes. go well actually this is the best theme in the game because you can have a counter to everything in your sideboard yes uh, potentially
0: yes depending um, depends on your faction and your play style and all <coughs> those things but yes it is problematic sometimes. I can totally see that. Hmm. I mean, we don't actually see very much critical attack around here. And that's the thing I was about to say. The thing is, I feel fine about critical attack, yeah. but I
1: probably feel fine about it because the only time I really see it is when you run Tetsuso.
0: Yes. And I mostly don't use it because I don't want to lose the die. I'm... Exactly. Happy to just bludgeon people to death instead.
1: Yeah, so our only real prefecture player isn't, uh, really available to play very often now. Yeah. He's missed the last, what, two or three tournaments yes. that we've run. Uh, I don't know if he's even played
0: this new edition yet. I don't think so. Uh, so. Yeah, we, we, yeah. we feel it's okay, but we also hardly ever see it. Yeah. So take that as you will. Exactly.
1: Everything's um, down to your local matter and ours doesn't have a lot of it. So anyway, back to the junk Yes. Sharks! Yep. Yeah, they're fun.
0: Probably the iconic John model, really, actually. Interestingly, yes. Despite there only being two of them. Yep. Yeah, at the moment. And for my personal opinion, only one of them is any good. <laughs> okay, let's start with him. Arata. Which... I, can I can I say this is an interesting change? Oh wait wait
1: wait. So you said only one of them's any good, and I was like, let's start with him. I thought you were going to go straight on to Riotta. But oh, you're going no. for Arata. So it's Arata, actually other Arata. It's the
0: good one, mm. which I was going to say, which is very interesting because I didn't even own him in the previous edition. Yeah, he was that bad for me. Like I tried him out like once, Proxied. I was like, nope, he is not going to see play. So the reason for that was Impetuous. Yes. Speaking of rules, which is probably okay, which people really don't like. I really don't like Impetuous. He's still Impetuous. Yeah, he's now only ten rice.
1: Now in playtesting, I think he started out at like fourteen rice. Uh, he got cheaper, yes. And I, I think, I think legitimately, impetuous probably applies a discount of
0: around four rice to a model. Yeah, that's somewhere De- between four and six, depending on depending on stats. the depending on the model's role. Yeah, and how much other access to impetuous you have, because more of yeah. it makes it potentially less bad. Yeah,
1: I mean, you look, yeah, if you have three impetuous models, well, yes, you are going to have to activate one, each one in turn, but you can choose the order. Yes. Which is massive. Where if you, if you only have one
0: impetuous model. Like John. Your opponent knows that, that model is going first. And it absolutely can cost you games.
2: Yeah.
0: I mean, that's why it is quite a sizable discount, because sometimes you go like, I really need to deal with that model, um, but I can't. Because un- I have to activate a model on the other side of the board. Sorry. Yeah. And I'd argue that actually, with Arata, and we'll get into his
1: actual his profile in a second, it almost presents a tactic where you go, "He's a missile, and you want him to die." Yeah, I'm going to suicide him. If he's not dead by turn the end three. of turn three, then he's a liability.
0: It's probably true, which yeah. is why he is actually, which is why his rise cost is so important. Yeah, because he needs to be cheap. Yeah, otherwise you don't take him. Anyway, let's, so let's, get let, let's talk about what he actually does. So, yeah, 3 melee
1: with a boost for 3, 1 range, who cares? Uh, movement 4 and key 2, 6. Then he's got uh, 8 wounds. Yep. So a little, little bit tanky. Uh, plus 1... Turns da- out no. <laughs> <laughs> plus 1 uh, damage on his bite, which has bleed 1, 1, which is important. Uh, he's got aggressive Bravery, fear five, impetuous one, range defense one, and sixth sense. The range defense is there to counter his base size. Yes. He's, on, he's, on, a, he's on
0: a 40 mil base. Yeah. So range defense one kinda just means that he's on a normal he's on a 30 mil base. Yeah. Um so the aggressive aspect of him is why he's not tanky.
1: Really. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Because you're rolling one dying defense if you're lucky. Yeah, sure. And yet, because and I'm going to mention this first because this is the bit that I kept forgetting mm-hmm. and is actually important. Asp strike. Uh, two key, instant, personal. You gain lightning reflexes.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Which doesn't actually mean that you don't necessarily have to die just because someone engaged you. Yeah, You can actually bite them first. Yes. Then you probably die. But that might be fine yes. uh, because of the synergies that will come yes. from that.
1: I just want to quickly say, um, well, there's a, there's a timing thing with instance when you're not the active uh, model. Yes. If someone is to, it, uh, declares melee on you, more, moves into melee, then you start the melee. Yeah. It's too late for lightning reflex, too late for asp strike at that yes. point. Because if you declare it, um, the next t- opportunity you have to declare it is where, when you are rolling for damage and you've already discovered success levels, yes. you already have uh, the order of effect. So you need to declare it. Between that person declaring that they are going to move into base to base with you, yes. and before starting the melee exchange, yes. So before you turn your models to face one another, declare it then. Yes,
0: you, it's just something you need to be aware of. <clears throat> yeah. Um, that, that there should be plenty of time, in uh, you just need to be aware that that's the timing window you're looking for. Yeah. Is when your opponent goes like, "I'm engaging you," you then go like, "I'm activating Ass Strike. I now have lightning reflexes." Yeah.
1: Okay. So, uh, do you want to cover his other key feet
0: quickly? Yes, this is where the missile aspect comes in.
1: So, three key, active, personal, unblockable,
0: one. I mean... Yeah. yeah. Um, would you like to remove your opponent's highest defence dice?
1: Unblockable is one of the most horrifying, it's, uh, it's, aggressive it's
0: really things. Um, it does mean that he can successfully perform his I'm just going to go in, hmm. and you will probably suffer really badly. Um, so, I mean, it, it means that you you seriously have to consider going, like, do I need to roll multiple dice in defense just to have some defense? Yeah. Because putting one die in defense is pointless.
1: Yeah. You, you, you,
0: it will not count. I mean, look, it's three key. He's generating two,
1: but it is it's is expensive. Yes. <clears throat> uh, it, it means that he's, he's not boosting. He could just boost instead, but I'd argue it's better than a boost. Oh,
0: it's much better than a boost.
1: Especially where he doesn't have any specials. Yes. So, let's talk about the unique effects, which are uh, they are common across sharks. Yes. You can't declare
0: weight or focus actions. Uh, I'd like to point out that's important, especially in terms of removing terrain. Yeah. Because the new destructible re- terrain requires a weight action. Yes. I've had one game where I moved, this, particularly him, into contact with the piece of terrain I needed removing, and then realised I couldn't. And it kind of balls up my time. The other implications it
1: has: the first one, reload. You can't reload with it. Yeah. Uh, not particularly relevant. Can't. But but fire. Yeah, it means you can't roll around to put out your own fire. Someone yeah. else has to put you out for yes. you. Yes, um, which I like. Yeah. Uh, you can't remove stun markers by getting yes. by waiting. Uh, there's a bunch of stuff tied in. Yeah, there's
0: a whole bunch it held. Do a no wait. Do a bunch of things these no. days, and you can't do any of them.
1: And I really like it with the sharks. Because they're just, they're not just, like, it's like low-level impetuous yes. in a way. Uh,
0: yeah. But yes. I just really like yeah. that. Um, when this model causes a wound to a non-soulless model doing a melee exchange, it may heal one wound. Yeah. It's nice. Yeah. It's a vampire. Yeah, effectively. And when targeting a model with a bleed marker on its card with a charge action, this model gets a charge bonus uh, plus one move yep. and Bansai. Bansai means it only costs one action. Yes. So anything
1: that's already got a bleed marker, you can charge it for a simple action and you're getting an additional plus one move. Which so you can charge 10 to, inches. Yeah,
0: that's... Um, you benefit. are impetuous. Jung cannot get out, give out more than one bleed counter at a time. It's really hard to make him um, use this. It's hard for Arata to benefit from yes. it. Yes. Absolutely. Uh, I think
1: Do have, there are ways that that might change. Yes. But also, currently, you can... Let's say you've got three models with harpoons, which is possible now with Jung. Yep. You take Ashinaga Tanaga and you've got the new uh, harpoon guys. Yes. So you can put three Bleed 1 tokens yes. on a model. You're only removing one of those in yep. the end phase. So a model could start the next turn with Bleed 1. What I will say is they're already in a lot of trouble already, so
0: you don't really need no. it so much. You also have a bunch of models with Bleed on melee weapons. Hmm. You can fill an entire warband where everyone will do Bleed. Yep. That's not a problem. Uh, it's not worth the house. I'll come back to Oni again though. If you put three bleed one markers on an Oni, mm-hmm. they've
1: probably only taken, let's say, three wounds, and they're not going to take any more wounds from yeah. the bleed because of tough. So, bleed doesn't ignore tough. No, fire, no, ignores, fire tough. ignores tough. So then, tough. And then it becomes real good because a going into uh, an Oni. Like, he's a legitimate oh, yeah. use of him. Yes, so, absolutely. So I think, again, there's a little edge case with an Oni, because Oni are uh, a, 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 a Yeah, they're... Yeah,
0: and, and I mean, it, it applies to a bunch of other models. It applies to most of the really big tanky models. Yeah, You're not going to kill them by applying a couple of bleed tokens to them. Yeah. So it is useful. It's an
1: investment. You're going to have to put quite a few activations in to
0: get that with a rust. Yes, I will say that you probably shouldn't. No, I, I'd agree. Um, uh, I I spent quite a lot of time trying to make the Bansai work using both Sharks. Hmm. Um, it's hard so I actually think
1: you, you probably don't use it on Arata because of these impetuous yes. but you can use Arata to set up the Banzai for Riotta yes you absolutely can so uh, uh, do we just move on to Riotta now because I think Arata's actually pretty straightforward yes
0: uh, I would just like
1: to make one comment this applies to both of them six cents oh yeah it's always great really good so, it's not just that you can't be surprised, it's that you are
0: a ninja hunting missile. Yes. Camouflage. Turns out I can smell you, so I don't care. Yeah. Real good. Um, this, is, this is something you absolutely should not forget. <laughs> yeah. Because it, it makes him a viable counter to ninjas. Mm-hmm. Especially when he's so cheap and you can just, unblockable, just fire him into a ninja. Yeah. He has a really good chance of just killing it. Yeah, absolutely. Put everything into a tag, just hope it goes well. Yeah, and if he dies, okay. Yeah, I mean you're trading a ten rice model for like a probably uh, ballpark twenty rice model yeah. at that point. May yeah, sure. Okay, Riotta. <clears throat> so he's yeah. the shark I used to use, but then he when I used to use him, he did something else. So uh, Riota
1: something to do with essentially the the way that the development cycle used to work with yeah. uh, with GCT was Ryota's profile was uh, written thinking that he was a great white Yeah. and the sculpt was done knowing that he would be on a 30 mil base which he means he's not that big he's not a great white he, <laughs> he is a uh, he's a sand shark essentially yeah. it's like a tiger shark uh, it's, it's worth bearing in mind that when we sculpt the miniatures for Bushido for those of you who don't know I am involved in that heavily uh, this sort of thing is taken into account. Like the bear for uh, Minamoto, mm. we were on Wikipedia. We we're looking at different types of bear, what weight they come in at, yeah. how high they're tall they'll be. There's some scope for like rule of cord and all that sort of stuff. But that's it's, an you, Asian you, black bear. That yeah. Tests so you it. try to make it yeah a, a reasonable bear. The other bear is going to be a Kodiak on a 50 mil base. And it's going to be big. So when we did Arata and Ryota... I, I was there going, okay, so this is where a hammerhead comes out roughly. Yeah. This is where a sand shark or tiger shark comes out roughly. Uh not a great white. So his old profile was for a great white. Yes. When that
0: model comes out, which I'm fairly sure it will. Well, you have the profile for it. So it's uh it's a nice thing to be able to drop in at some point. Yeah,
1: exactly. So they'll basically use I imagine the old Riota Profile Moist. with some tweaks probably to adjust for the base size and yeah, yeah. maybe some uh, that,
0: that that would that would
1: make sense yeah maybe some range defense or whatever it will be then Um, so anyway we, so we've got this different
0: Ryota now who's so, not as much of a beat stick by a long way I don't actually think there's a problem with him he's hmm. just not exciting to me sure so
1: he's 14 rice 3 melee skill boost wall for 3 1 range 2 cares 4 movement 1 key 6 yes. which is an interesting wrinkle uh, Part of his problem. <laughs> sure. He's got seven wounds. Another interesting vehicle. Yeah. Uh, he's got a katana plus one strength, powerful attack, one. He's aggressive, fear five, fearless, and sixth sense. So similar to a Ratter in that way, but costs more. doesn't have as many uh, cool things.
0: And he has Tiger Strike, which is a, a two-key active feat, which gives his melee weapon bleed one-one and shot one. Mm-hmm. That's it. And then yep. he has all of the special effects that, um, unique effects that Arata also had. Because the interesting thing is, Arata
1: is just like going in there and grabbing you and biting you. Yes. Riota maybe retains more of his humanity. So whilst he is a shark, yeah. he's probably not going in to bite you too much. He's using his katana. Yes. That's why he has to, uh, he has Paper. to spend a bit of key to get yes. the bleed and the sharp. Yes. Sharp is nice. Mm. Um. Sharp is not as nice as it used to be, of course. No, because it used it to now be, has a number. If,
0: yeah,
1: it used to just get rid of all armor and tough. Yes, it did, which was a lot. Yeah, yeah, um,
2: yeah he's just. He... I
1: think two key for that when he's generating one key is rough. That is, that is
0: rough. Um, it means it's not going to happen very much at all. Yeah, because you'd probably rather spend three key and boosting his melee to counteract powerful attack, because it's probably better.
1: Yeah. I, I I think there's possibly an argument for him being two key six at 14 rice, but 14 rice is around about the point where it could go either way, yes. depending on the other stuff on the profile. Um, I don't know. I mean...
0: As I said, there's nothing wrong with him. I I'll, uh, I'll just end up either taking much cheaper models yeah. or slightly more expensive models that do more. Sure.
1: I mean, I think he he can obviously benefit from Banzai quite well.
0: Yes, it's, uh, and which, which might be his role yeah like that might be that you actually what you do is you take him and then you send him out with Bansai, and then he does just fine for 14 rides
1: if you're running a couple or even one harpoon yeah he he's becomes more viable then yeah. I don't, I don't think you take him unless you're putting bleed tokens out with other models no because
0: then all you get is the drawbacks of being a shark yeah
1: Um. so Arata can set up uh, for Riotta. yeah but so could uh, Jory,
0: Yori, yeah. and Ashinaga Tanaga. Uh, yeah. Uh, the Kami of Reflection. How does that do it? One of them did Bleed. I'm pretty sure it One did Bleed. Reflection. <laughs> it wasn't even that long ago. <laughs> I saw Bleed somewhere. I'm, I'm wrong, but... Oh, no, I was thinking Hideaki. Hideaki does Bleed. Oh, with his hook? Yeah.
1: Okay, yep, so there's another reason. And yeah, another way to do so it, right?
0: do the... Um, the hooks
1: on the Kaizoku... Yes. Oh whose name God. I can't remember.
0: I've forgotten which one of them they are now.
1: Is it Kohanin?
0: Yeah, I think so. Kohanin, yes. He got bleed 1-1. And their named guy is... Shu. Sho. Sho. Yep. Who also does bleed 1 1?
1: So you have three, four, so you have four, uh, five, potentially six you can melee have, sources yes. of bleed, and then three range sources of bleed currently. Yeah, oh yeah, you can have. the bleed all over the place. You, you, you can put out bleed if you want to. Hmm. Like, that's, one, one of the things I've quite liked about this new edition is that it's brought that essentially into being a jung, like. Uh, micro traits yeah. you know like it's a it's it, it, it's there it's not as ubiquitous as poison on the ito no
0: but it's there yeah it's nice yeah I, I he definitely have a role in some lists i he's not a model you can just pick up and put in a list and then he will do fine yeah. i don't think so yeah but there would absolutely be lists where he is a valid choice
2: yeah
1: so yeah, yeah there you go that's the sharks um I think potentially expect another one at some point.
0: Uh, well, we've all, we've sort of already seen the other one. Yeah, in the last edition. Yeah. Um, so we know he's. It's potentially around. Yeah. And there was nothing. Um, no, he even made it into the playtest. It was just, that was his playtest profile for yeah. a while.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, charging for uh, no actions is fun. Oh God, I can't remember it. He he had all the like band sight, but he also has a a key feed where if you charge, you get an action counter back.
1: Oh, if you successfully uh, yeah.
0: charge, you get
1: an activation token back. They're yeah, amazing.
0: Charging for nothing is yeah. is good, but it requires setup because of the bleed, Yeah, so it's not as good as it's not quite as good as it sounds. Yeah.
1: Okay. So speaking of models who used to have slightly different profiles in the last yes. edition. We've got Miyakomo Asami. Yes. So she is your only Shigenja currently. Yes. Coming in at 14 Rice, 2 Melee, 3 Ranged, 4 Movement, 2 8 Key, only the 5 Wounds. She can boost her Key Stat, by the way. She can for 2. Which actually is pretty affordable for a Key key
0: Boost. Yes. (laughs) Uh, She doesn't have any opposed Key Test abilities. Hmm. <laughs> so it's defensive. Yes. Well,
1: no, it's still useful.
0: Yes, it's just interesting.
1: I mean, it's as someone who's already got 2 key and it will be fairly defensive key anyway. It, but being able to go up to 3 key if you if you really really don't yep. want that opposed key test to yep. fail. Okay. Uh, so she's immune to fire because she's a water Shigenja. Yeah. Uh, and she is light-footed because she's She's floating above uh, yeah yeah, she's
0: basically floating above the water
1: so uh, she's got a melee of minus 2 it's sorcery sidestep defense 0 you're always going to use that because you do not want her to be in combat no she does nothing she
0: does nothing in combat everything she wants to do is away from combat yeah Uh,
1: she does have a range attack though which is uh, tidal push it's got drag attack 0 and force back attack 0 range 6 and does no damage
0: we need to talk about her... She must declare one of those. Yeah, well, yeah. but we need to talk about her key feed. Well, Tide Master Now, because okay. it modifies her range attack. Ah, okay. So it's two key <clears throat> active, so it'll use all her key for the turn. Yep. And it gives you uh, further modifications to her range attack. So yes, yeah, so it's one of the you following? Yes, yeah, you can either make her range band 4, instead of just 6 for medium.
1: That's interesting.
0: You can make it uh, ignore... Cover I, I haven't actually looked at her before, so yeah, yeah that's, sorry. She can ignore cover and not need line of sight to shoot you. Mm-hmm. Um, but you only get one of these, bear in mind. Mm-hmm. So, or you gain sweep attack zero. On your ranged On weapon. On your range weapon.
1: So you can prone people at range. Yes. Which is nice. Um, so it's, this worth noting, although it is very niche uh, situation... This isn't once per turn, this, this key feat. No. It's not once per activation. So you could potentially drop four key into it to be able to gain sweep attack zero and do it to someone at 12 inches. Yes. I I think proning someone at 12 inches is less useful than a lot of the time, unless you really want to keep her back. Which yes. Which you do, but you can usually do that by... Yeah, I, yeah actually, I actually think proning someone
0: at six inches is probably better.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. But then you're because within then six de- inches. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. There's a threat there. Uh, pronum at, four, at 8 inches, I suppose, um, if you increase the range band. Uh, or you ignore cover. Not needing line of sight is pretty amazing. Sometimes. Yeah. At uh, 6 inches, less amazing than it would be if you could do it with 12 inches, of course. Yes. But the ignoring cover is fantastic because cover raises the uh, target number by 2.
0: Yes, although you have 3 dice. You do, yeah. So it's not too bad. I think the most interesting one is attack Super Attack Zero. Super Zero is very mm. good. Being able to prone people now. Uh, I
1: can't remember what uh, the harpoons do now. They, they do not prone you anymore. They just okay. drag you an inch. I think in playtesting they also prone, yes. also prone you if you got wounded,
2: which it, was yeah, just in playtesting.
0: It was oh you got hit by a harpoon. You've taken damage. You gain a bleed, to- bleed one one. You are prone and you get dragged an inch. Yeah. The prone went away
1: because... It's fine if there's only one harpoon model available. But there were three <laughs> models available to the jungle.
0: Well, there are now. Yeah, two. It would have become too much. And I was absolutely using both of them and just proning people all over the place. Yeah.
1: yeah, it, it, yeah. And even, even introducing a size test on that prone probably wasn't enough. So I think... Re- more than wasn't enough was just more complicated.
0: Yeah. So I think removing it, 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 it
1: kept things it, it, clearer. Yeah,
0: and it could it means that the harpoon models can be slightly cheaper. Yeah, because auto-prone is amazing.
1: So yeah, uh, being able to prone someone with
0: that uh, with that range attack is is real good. Um. So yeah, she she has one rem- one other key feat, which is complete departure from any of her other stats, really it doesn't really interact with the rest of her profile in the same way
1: no it thematically fits with her being
0: a water yes
1: Shigenja, I, I much just, like the water kami more that
0: like the rest of her profile is built around her range attack mm. and this one doesn't do any of that yes so
1: oh just quickly on her range attack though she must declare one of the specials so that could be the sweep attack you buy yes or uh drag attack zero or force back attack zero. so drag attack zero is real nice because you can just you can bring a model towards you or the force back you push them out of a zone all these sort of things really good for manipulation yes so the cleansing uh it's x key uh it's a complex which is obviously a real bummer uh that's a problem Uh, pulse x inches so you remove up to x and can't be used if you're base to base it can't, know. You remove up to X control, disease, fire, poison, or spirit block markers from models within the pulse's area of, of effect. X is equal to the number of key tokens spent. So the range and number of tokens is equal to the cost. Yes. So it's, it's pretty short range. Yes. Uh, I think it, it, it's obviously... I'm not going to say it's like edge case or niche. It's, it's it, meta
0: dependent, is what it is. 100%,
1: yeah. It, it's to do with, with, with your matchup. But real great. You know, And she can do it to herself. Yes. Um, so, for one key, she can remove one of those tokens from herself. So mm. that's not to be sniffed. out. obviously it can't be
0: control <laughs> in that in that situation. No. Well, uh, I mean, I suppose you could. I don't know why you would. You because could. You, you could. If you control her. tokens on her, you could activate her and use her feet. No, she can't spend key when you activate. Oh, you're right. That's control. So
1: uh, yeah, I, I think. I think that is useful. Uh, Spirit Block, like you say, is a real bummer for uh, models like Hideaki. Yeah. So if you can then uh, remove that from Hideaki, but it's a complex action. That's where it falls I, down. I, I
0: don't I don't like this feat. I'll, I'll be I think honest. for
1: one key, it's cheap. Yes. But the cost is the, com- the complex action. Yes. Or, if, if it were a also, simple... Also,
0: the other cost is positioning. Hmm. That's a very real chance that you are not in a position to actually do it.
1: Yeah, I mean, you can move and do
0: it. Yes. But for one key, you only have a five-inch range.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, if you spend two key, um, and it's it's not from a model within range, it's from models within yes. range. So let's say you're in a situation where a couple of models have ended up with fire on them yeah. through the removal of a fire cami or something. Something nasty like then that. Yes. It, then it's useful for that. Yes. Again, yeah, okay, pr- pretty niche in that case.
0: Um, it's one of the things that you don't take her for it. Something she will randomly do. I've seen yep. people advocating her use against control lists. Mm, oh, yeah. Depends on the amount of control you can, your enemy can put up. Yeah. She might not be able to keep up.
1: Um, look, if it, if it's a URI control list, mm-hmm. she's not going to be able to keep up. She if can make it less bad. <laughs> yeah. Um, if it's uh, an Ito control list, where you're only really going to be able to put out two control tokens a turn, yes. then it's...
0: She can if she's in the right place.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it, it could mitigate certain things, but uh, you're, you're taking her for her ranged attack, for her ability to manipulate people's positioning.
0: To me, you're taking her for the sweep attack zero. Yeah, sure. At range. Oh, it's just problematically then that also means you will never have um, key for planting. Yeah. she's. I'm not a big fan. I mentioned this to you before. I have used her a couple of times in playtest, for an interaction that is no longer in the game.
2: Mm.
0: Uh, that's it. I don't find I have space for her. The sweep attack zero at six inch range is interesting And it's the thing that makes me go like, ooh, maybe. But then I build this, and there's not space for her.
1: What I would say is a problem is that she doesn't have lightweight on the tidal push. So yes, it's a range of six inches. So it's a threat of 10. Yeah. But if you move, and yeah, okay, she's got three dice of range. So she should be able to soak up that one range. And of course, you don't care about success. No, you just need just need a success. So she's in Temo's bracket in that way. Yes. Uh, but yeah, it's a little bit of a bummer, especially where it, that's like a, she's not leveling a bow at someone, yeah, or readying a pistol. She's literally just controlling water, yeah. So mm. I look, she. I think she is one of those models where she's certainly not an auto include, but she's not uh, completely unviable. No, no, she'll no. work for some people. She, I mean, work, I should probably
0: use her more than I do because I don't really use her. Mm. I even have a nicely painted model of her um yeah um
1: i would uh, I would expect that we'll see her um
0: her original profile return in some form. I like her original profile better yeah um for for those that don't know she could mess with your opponent's activation order and make people stupid, yes back when stupid was stupid i have well Too good yes, so it was effectively oh you want to take an action. Can you roll a five or a six on a one die? Otherwise, you don't get to do anything. Yeah, you literally lose your activation. And you could then fit it into a theme that would give you a re-roll, which could be any die once that turn. Hmm. So you could re-roll your opponent's stupid test.
1: I think, what does stupid do now?
0: Uh, We have a rollbook. We have the technology. I think it still does the same thing, actually. No, it doesn't.
1: It's also not in very many places anymore. This model cannot declare weight disengage scenario
0: or any complex action. Oh, okay, yeah, that's fine. So, yeah, yeah, it, it used to just be like there is a two two thirds chance that you do nothing. It was it was
1: too much in a small model count game. Yeah. Uh, honestly. Uh, and if you're talking about impetuous giving you a four to six rice discount, yeah. stupid should probably give you a ten rice
2: discount yeah. at that point. I mean, just too. I've,
0: I've I've had games where she would put stupid really early on a key model of my opponents and he would never get rid of it. Oh. And that model just stood around for the whole game and went like, oh.
1: Yeah. Uh, obviously, she's the only Shigenja at the moment. So yeah. I, I would imagine that profile will return uh, with another Shigenja. Yeah. Uh, I I think part of the reasoning was, I think there was always a plan to do more Shigenja. Obviously. Yeah. Obviously. But uh, she was always going to be a part of the the starter set. Yeah. And so she needed to be brought down
0: uh, to meet that. And to not be too too complicated or too oppressive. Yes. One
1: of the considerations with uh, starter set models is fitting all the additional text on the back of their card. Yes. What's interesting is actually looking at the card you've got here for her, she doesn't have any of the starter set text on there. I think that's because it's a second wave starter set.
0: Um, yeah, possible. So maybe they just... Uh, they, they didn't they, do they it. Or, yes. I mean, it's always the, the vague possibility that you've done two different cards. It would be weird. Well, no,
1: no that's what, actually what I was thinking. But I, I, I know that these start sets are getting out there now for yeah. the last few days. So anyway, I mean, already looking at her card, it's pretty full on the back as it is. Yes, there's a
0: lot of text.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, yeah, I'm not, a, I'm not a big fan. Uh, I should probably use her more, but... Um, the knockdown at range is very good. Mm-hmm. The positioning is potentially interesting. It's much more situation-dependent. Yeah, like a knockdown is just always good. Yeah. Um, I just find with the type of list I typically run, she's hard to fit in. Yeah. Because I tend to run uh, a fair number of very expensive models already.
1: Okay, so I mean that's the last of the Jung profiles. Uh, yes. But we've still got a couple of Ronin to cover. Yes. I think Ashinaga Tanaga is probably the um, the most Jung-like. Yes. He, uh, of them, he could totally
0: just be a Jung model.
1: Now, I think he used to be available as a as a an alternate card with the old special card packs. I think so. Something. Um, I, I may be wrong. I, I'm a bit fuzzy about all that now. It's so, not
0: really relevant either, to be honest. No. Um... So uh, yeah, he he is. A bit... He's a new model to Jung, actually. I think.
1: maybe yeah. He may be, yeah. Uh, certainly, as a as a Ronin, he 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 never used to be a Ronin. He used to be uh, Temple only, and he can be taken by Jung or Temple. Yeah. So he uh, he's fifteen rice, melee three, boostable for three, range two, boostable for three, four movement, uh, two key eight, and boostable for three as well. He's got eight wounds. And he is... Uh, One
0: of the ones that stretches the capabilities of the profile cars because yes. he has four weapons. Yeah, he's a git. <laughs> so,
1: uh, yeah, he's got four weapons. It's essentially your harpoon, uh, your harpoon when you throw it, your net, your net when you throw it. Uh, there's a lot going on here. So I think we come back to those. Yes. I want to cover his his uh, traits first. Yes. He's got bravery. Believer villager, one, four inches. That's not going to obviously be relevant to the Jung. He's got immune prone,
2: mm-hmm.
1: light-footed, and sixth sense. I find immune prone interesting because
0: when you look at the model, you think... He's going to follow him all the time. <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean, you do have a lot of legs between them. This is true. Um, yeah, I mean, his his feet, uh, his, his traits are actually quite Jung-like. Yeah,
1: well, another sixth sense is... Uh, is immune prone...
0: Useful as well, which Mm -hmm. is, is, there's a fair reasonable number of, it's not many, but it's a fairly rare trade so
1: so uh, we're pretty much, yeah, I I think we have to go back to his his weapons, so in melee, his harpoons, plus one damage, bleed one, one, it's got reach obviously, and push defence zero I think that's That's what harpoons
0: are basically yeah,
1: I mean, Uh, when thrown they're straight damage, two, four, six range, bleed one, one lightweight that all seems fine. With such a short range, having Lightweight makes it usable. Obviously, he's only got two ranged uh, skill, so yes. he needs that for it to be viable. Uh, the net in, re- in combat is Entangling. He has Grapple Attack 0 and Sidestep Defense 0. Now, I can't remember what Entangling does. I know that the weapon does no damage. Um, successful attacks do no damage, but cause the target to be immobilised. Yes. So if you combine that with his Grapple Attack... A model becomes immobilized and held, mm-hmm. which is a perfect storm of, 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 of all badness. Risk. Yeah.
0: Um, just on a note on the oh. the harpoon, mm. um, his melee harpoon is actually better because the other harpoons don't have reach or push defense. Oh, that's
1: interesting. It is
0: bigger, like yeah. model wise. It's a bigger spear. I think originally it
1: probably was just a spear, but because of his ability to be included in Jung, it was turned into to a, a harpoon. harpoon yes. Uh, with this new addition. Uh, his thrown net also has entangling, ammo 1. Now, uh, unique effects, this model may not choose to use the net melee weapon if it has no ammo tokens.
0: Yeah, if you throw it, you've lost it. Yeah,
1: that's fine. That's common with all the nets that the yeah. Jung have as well. So again, he's he's throwing nets like the Korusei uh, and Taru. Yes. But he's using harpoons like Yori Jori. Yes. Yeah so he sort of does a bunch of stuff that Kaizoku do
0: yes he, he, as I said like, he's quite a young model hmm. On, I mean, honorary Kaizoku yeah uh, so his with thrown, a touch of you
1: know, yeah. his, his thrown harpoon uh, if this attack causes damage then the model is moved directly yep. towards one inch and uh, you can only can, throw one harpoon attack yeah that's a harpoon yes there you go so uh, he has precision strike as one of his key feats uh, so he gets pierce key? one that's all his weapons Games. Yes. So lovely. Uh, it's useful. I I I think Pierce One is you're going to use it to take to take the fifty fifty of armor one away, or bring the armor two down to a fifty fifty. Yeah. It's it's nice. I think for two key, it's expensive.
0: I tend to use his key more for boosting if it comes to that. Yeah. I
1: I've got to be honest. Just in general, two key for Pierce One, I find too expensive. Yes, that's, that's. I mean, look. You, it's it's not once uh, a turn or once for activation, but it's not PS plus one, so no. you can't spend four key to gain PS two.
0: No, you just have two instances of PS one. Congratulations, yeah. you wasted two key. <laughs>
1: yeah, well done. So Quagmire, and I think this is the interesting key feat. Yes, it's X key active, and it's an aura of X inches. The aura's area is considered difficult clear uh, zero, so. You can. It's another way of creating difficult, terrain. Difficult,
0: yeah, difficult ground around you.
1: What's interesting though is because it's an
0: aura, and not a pulse, it moves with him. Yes, I actually do this quite a lot.
1: It's quite good as a defensive thing because if if you're staying on the edge of people's uh, like threat ranges for yeah. their melee, obviously you've got a long range of six inches on the harpoon, which is within people certainly within people's charge distance. Yeah. So it might be useful to whack down two inches of difficult terrain on there. Yeah. Which might then, it, they've got to be just in, like, at that yeah. point. Uh, they've got to have enough movement to get there. Uh,
0: so. It's, it's also potentially quite useful for, um, making objectives frustrating to reach. hmm You, you can seldom stop people from doing what sure. you want to do. It's not, you do, often don't have enough key for that. But he's on a 40 mile base, so it
1: is. Yes, it's, it's a, a, a sizable size area, yeah.
0: and you can make it annoying enough that your opponents have to go like, well, now I'm going to have to run. Yeah, things like that. The uh, the upsetting
1: part of it, of course, is that it does still affect friendly models. Yes, although you have a fair number
0: of light-footed
1: models. Yes, absolutely. Uh, yeah, um, uh, I, I I discounted Ashinaga Tanaga when I first played against Your Jung using him. Yes,
0: and he <laughs> absolutely won you the game. Yes, um, turns out that reach and sixth sense. It's really good if your opponent is not quite paying attention to that. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so I, I think, I think I probably tried to sneak around behind him. Yeah. And surprise him. Yeah. He was not surprised and he attacked first. Yes.
0: Uh, it turned out badly for Yuri.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I didn't, uh, who, who was Was it? Uh, I thought that was with my Ito.
0: No, it was with your Ito. It was, um, oh, what's her name? The snake lady. Kahime? No, the other one. Um, uh, oh, uh, uh Yui. Yui, yes. Yes, you really. uh, uh Yeah. That that was not good. Especially for Ito these days, because he's a little bit more fragile. Yeah. That was me being stupid. Um, yeah. You know, but no excuse there. It, but it is an example of, like, he can operate very well on his own. Yeah. For 15 rides, he's a fairly independent module that actually takes quite a lot of effort to get rid of. Yeah. And can be very annoying.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's got a decent amount of wounds. Yeah, he's certainly not a tank, but uh he can he can take a take a hit. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I think I think that's him really. Like yeah. if, if you feel that you need a third uh a third harpoon, then what he comes in at 15, Yuri yeah. comes in at 13 uh and I don't know what y- um your Yuri? No.
2: Jory, I can't remember yeah. what
0: Jory comes in at, and I'm not going to spend the time thinking about. No, to point him up now. Um, it is worth pointing out that he's a yokai. Yes, so he can actually go in black sails. Yep.
1: Yeah. Okay. Can he go in any of the other things? Nope.
0: Okay. Oh, that is interesting. All right. Um, oh no, that, I tell a lie. You're also going Queen of the Waves. Oh, there you go. Ronin yokai in both black sails and Queen of the Waves,
1: which is very nice. So speaking of running Yokai,
0: yep. we've
2: got
1: Kappa, who everyone can take. And we've not really spoken about him before, so I I think we just cover that profile. Um, anyway, so this this model was the result of allowing the retainers to, as a committee, design a model. Mm-hmm. Now, this was back when uh, Toby was still uh, in charge of all the rules. And he had the final say, so he took all the ideas that we put together, put together a playtest profile. We, uh, you know, fed back on that. It got adjusted, and then we ended up with Kappa, much like this Kappa, uh, I think, in the last edition.
0: He also used to have tough. Hmm? He also used to have. He did used to have tough. He he used to be even worse than he is now to face. Yes. So he's twelve rice, uh, three melee,
1: boostable for three, one range, two cares. Four movement, two key six, uh six wounds. Plus one strength on his claws, which give him which have grapple attack one, which is important.
0: Yes, it does something.
1: He's got armour two, camouflage three, courage one, scout zero but four inches, and he's light footed. He's got Quagmire as well. Yeah. Uh, so we've discussed Quagmire on uh, the previous Yokai. Uh
0: real real useful. Yeah, I mean you you can bring both. Which I have frequently done. Mm-hmm. You can, if you really want to, you can then bring two water cami and just go like. So I think the whole table should be difficult terrain. Don't you agree? Which, of course, is a very rock paper scissors approach because
1: yeah, if, if you come up against a bad matchup, if you know what your opponent is taking, yeah, and um, oh, you're playing I, an emoto. Would you like not to be able to move? So I'm generally of the opinion that if you are arranging a game. You don't tailor to the person's lists that you're, that you're playing. No. But, so if I say, oh, I'll play you, or I'll play James, yeah. I don't know what faction you're taking. I think you'll probably take Junk. That's a
0: reasonable guess. Um, James is a bit more up in the air.
1: James could be Cult or, or Minamoto, or... Yeah. That's generally what he takes, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, still, uh, or... I, I, but if you agree with your opponent, you go, okay, I'm taking Minamoto. Yeah. You you might then go okay. Well, I'm definitely going to take this, and I'm going to tweak. It's when you both know that that's what you're doing. If one of you knows that's what you're doing, and the other one is just I'm just facing you, that
0: is yeah. That's when when dick move potential conflicts of of expectation can arise. Yeah. Um, So
1: anyway, uh, he has so he's got grapple attack one. He can spend two key to get grapple attack zero to get grapple attack zero. In a way. That's effectively making it one key cheaper
0: uh-huh. than if he were to yes, boost. Yes, because he could to... boost and then... Yeah. yeah. Uh,
1: it, it may seem a little weird initially. Uh, but it basically means that if he's the active model, he can he can gain grapple attack uh, for just the two key. Um, so his unique effects are really where the model uh, has his has his, theming, I suppose. Yes. During the end phase, if model is in base-to-base with an enemy non-soulless model that is held the enemy model suffers two wounds and gains a spirit block marker. Also, this model gains a number of key tokens equal to the enemy model's key statistic, and the enemy model loses that amount of key if it has any. So there's a lot of debuff going yes. on there, basically. Uh, you are effectively gaining your two key back for buying Grapple Attack Zero, yes. if all goes well.
0: Yeah. Um, and the model stays It's worth health. pointing out that there's a small drawback to this ability as well, because if you become prone... You lose all your ketones and get your beer block. Yes. So Don't that, let that happen. That basically
1: ties into the the, the legend of, Le- yeah, of say. the Kappa is that it essentially has a little dish in the top of its head mm-hmm. where it keeps water. And if you if it spills that water, it sort of becomes a bit stupid and, and uh <laughs> and weak for a yeah. while. Uh they they have, I think the idea is that they essentially lure people to the water and then drown them. Yeah, is is the background of them. Uh, so yes, if you make it prone, it's going to lose all its key and get and, a spirit and, and marker, be really sad, which means it's in trouble. Uh, arguably, it could still gain two key by being in base yeah. to base with a held model. Yeah, um, it doesn't have to actually be. It doesn't have to have initiated the hell. It just needs to be... I, for me, that last one is one of those real edge case things that's just very nice from a theming point of yes. view. Uh, so I never rated Kappa that much. Mm. No, he he used to have... I think he used to have like Armour 2 and Tough... Or Armour 3 and Tough 1. Because he's...
0: Yeah, he definitely had... So at the start of the playtest, he also had Tough 1 yeah. in addition to all of this. Because he's got this, uh, this like, turtle shell, shell,
1: essentially. Uh, when he had that, I think he was he was really amazing, because you could just sit him somewhere and tank. And if you, anything's particularly scary, you'd whack down a, a quagmire, and you, things aren't going to get into base with him.
0: I still use him for this.
1: Well, yeah. He's, he's less tanky than he was.
0: Yes, but he was way too tanky before. Yeah, agreed. Um,
1: I think he's still legit. Uh, quagmire has its uses. Grapple, uh, uh, giving him grapple attack zero, obviously... Yeah, it's, it's what he does in terms of bit,
0: offense would you like to know how often I've used his unique effect never I think that's about it yeah, yeah. that's uh, probably just a play style thing mm-hmm. what I'm using for is um he is a fairly cheap scout model that's mm-hmm. really hard to kill yeah so I stick him somewhere and then I roll three dice in defense hmm.
1: interesting uh, yeah yeah I mean in Jung okay, I can see the way that you might end up using him. But if, if I take him with Ito, for instance, mm. where I have quite a decent access to grapple attack already, yeah. if I'm taking a Heavy Mimmon, who's bottom half a yeah. snake, he doesn't have to do the no, grapple he, attack. He, he can literally just walk in he space just, to base. just come
0: in at the end of the turn and go like, oh, look. Would you like an additional debuff? Yeah. Yeah.
1: And at 12 rice, yeah. he, he's pretty affordable. Uh, he. It's worth noting that... Oh, is he no longer available for ninja? Oh, that's interesting. So he used to be available for the, for the ninja faction, oh. which, uh, gave you, in the old edition, a six rice model to, yeah. to fill gaps. I suppose now that they've got the apprentices and uh... the, apprentices and the griffin things. Yes. Uh,
0: that they, they, they don't, you don't need, need, him, so need him so much. I actually think he is an interesting enough model that you should seriously consider having access to him. Mm. Um, he will not go in most themes. I think yeah. Jung is pretty unique in having themes that ally, allow Ronin uh, yokai temple can as well. I can't remember which, but yeah,
1: I think uh, is it. But most bastions of the mountains, villagers one. Yeah. I think that has that one seems of reasonable,
0: um, which would uh, tie together with Ashinaga Tanaka's uh, Believe villager. Hmm. Um, but most people will not be able to do that, so you will have to look at a Ronin theme to be able to do that.
1: Yeah, a lot of the time. Yeah, agreed. Uh, yeah, he's pretty cool. There you
0: go. Hmm. Um, I mean, just to round it out, frequently, my most played list, probably, I mean, I, I used to run Temo, Kappa, Shinaga, Tanaga, Lua, Arata, and Tetsuzo, mm. and then something else. <laughs> I mean, that was effectively what I was running. For a while, I was running it in, uh, Black Sales. Mm. Purely to give Temo that extra activation. At the extra activation counter. Yeah. These days, I'm mostly running it in uh, order for battle to have a ton of special cards. Yeah. And then I just swap in and out, and go like, "Oh, I need this."
1: Yeah. So order for battle is, is amazing. It's it's slightly more versatile than it used to be in the last edition as well. But uh, the use of it for Certain factions as a way of just having uh, alternate event cards included mm. is incredible. Now, there is uh, a slight mistake on the card for it, I believe. Which um, we've both got our Ron index in front of us, but mine's not open. So, if you could see if I can find dig it, ordered for battle out. I could so look it up on the wiki, but you're halfway there now. Order for battle, okay. So After recruiting the warband to the correct rice cost, choose another 30 rice of cards as reserves. These are not added to the main list, but kept separate. Uh, It must be legal both with and without the reserves, which means that you can't take duplicate characters, you can't take uh, more um, models on a card than would be...
2: uh, Allowed.
0: You can't can't bring... You wouldn't do that anyway. uh,
1: Also attachments like so enhancements uh, or enhancement equipment they need to be attached to the profile card because it's not legal if they're floating yeah, the,
0: around you can't be oh i have a spare attachment i'll yeah. give it to someone
1: so before deployment you may switch cards in the reserves with cards in the main list the main list must remain legal show the new list to your opponent before the game in a timed event you have five minutes to make substitutions so actually having said oh i think there's a. Uh, There's a typo. I think this one's actually the correct one. I think there might be a couple of versions out there which say uh, that you can switch profile cards. Mm. But it's important to note that you can switch events and terrain. Yes. Now, with Jung and definitely with Silvermoon, that's amazing. Yes. Because Silvermoon have got some of the nastiest event cards in the game. But you need to... Jung use... are close. Jung
0: have some, some very... Um...
1: But they can be quite match-up dependent. Yes. So if you go in with Ordered for Battle, yeah, you might stick a profile card in there who, who will swap out for one of your niche use guys. Mm. Um, but I think you could easily take up like 10 of the rice with event cards, certainly with Silvermoon. Yeah. And you could
0: probably do that with... I, your, I, uh, I typically do that with um, with Jung. I mean, you have events like squall. Hmm. Um, play in any starting phase until the following end phase. Model making ranged range attack suffers a plus two modified to the target number range target test. And it's not a card. It costs two rice. So it's not a card you want. ideally want to sit in your list. No. But? But if you run up against List with three handguns, hmm. oh, would you like to be unable to hit anything for this turn? And next turn I'm coming to eat you. Yeah.
1: I think Order for Battle also works pretty well with Jung because they've got so many cheap profiles, and also cheap profiles which are within a rice or two of one another. Yes. Which means that you can, you can do some funky Ha-haven. stuff with, I'm going to swap out this, this named guy with a net yes. for, the, for the generic guy with a net, but that's freed up, what, two
2: rice?
0: Three yes, rice two rice.
1: For a special card, which I had in, in, in my back pocket Yes, well. Exactly. We've talked about Order of Battle at length before, uh, and we've talked about it requires depth of knowledge of your faction and an ability to assess what your opponent's likely to be doing straight away. Yes. Now, because you only have a couple of minutes to to sort it out. uh, It doesn't require you knowing how your opponent's going to approach a game, but you can look at your opponent's faction and go, oh, you've got a bunch of soulless. Well, all my fear is going to be bloody useless then. Yeah. Or my opposed key feats are going to be useless. Yeah. So I will swap out a couple of those for other things. Uh, or you know, if I take Shisai in my Ito, I mm. might be like, well, I'm not dropping the Shisai because she's good for channeling. But I need to then think about how I'm going to use her. Some, yeah. Something else I swap in might be useful. Yeah.
0: It's. A, yeah. I mean, knowledge of your opponent is good. I I feel it's more you need a, an in-depth at least some understanding of the way you want your own list to work and what Mm -hmm. potential problems will be, because then you can go like, oh, this is not going to work, so I'll take that out and just fill in with this instead.
1: Potentially the easier version of Order for Battle is... Strategic deployment? Strategic deployment. You write two lists. You can't have any uniques shared across the two lists.
0: Two completely separate lists.
1: But it's only uniques you can't share across the list. You can have different... You have the same terrain or events or enhancements across both of them. Yes. And then you just choose which one you're going to run. So you could be running... This is my... Uh, again, this is my list which has got a bunch of opposed key tests. Yeah. This is my list which has got a bunch of fear resilience. Yeah. Now that's
0: focusing very much on like, am I facing cult or not, almost? Yeah. But, but that's fine. And like, coming back to when we talked about things like critical attack, but you can also have other men's in your local meta. Yeah. Like, maybe you have a heavy control list where you might feel like you need an army to bring and a bunch of cheap models so you don't care. If most of them get controlled or, <laughs>
1: or go the other way and take more uh, high key models so that they can resist it. It's like, yes, this, whatever floats
0: your boat. Or, yeah, or you need go like, well, I have a list for phasing off ninjas. It's every six sense model I could get my hands on, um, but I don't want to play it against anything else.
1: Mm. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I think that pretty much does it. Honourable mention to uh, Hiroto, the Drunken Master.
0: And Eldest Brother.
1: Well, Eldest Brother, we yeah, we've mentioned. Uh, Hiroto, we've talked about him before, so go and check out the uh, podcast that we uh, we did about him. Uh, I can't quite remember
0: how I named it. It's the one with the Ito as well, isn't it? Because we talked about the starter.
1: No, that's starter sets in Shisai. Um, oh, it's the one before then, then. Yeah. Oh, I can't remember what it's called. I think I it? wrote Brothers in the title of it. I don't know. Something. I think I'm a smart ass. So, yeah, Hiroto, uh, he's a bit of a beat stick mm. in a faction which does have access to beat sticks. You yes. look at Tetsuo, Lua, certainly Minato.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, Jung is an, an interesting one because you have, on one hand, one of the real strengths of the faction is a wide variety of. Normal human profiles, which are fairly competent and quite cheap. And quite general
1: purpose.
0: Yes. At the other end, you have a wide range of quite beefy models that can put out quite a lot of
1: damage. Mm. And quite quite specialised, a lot of them. Now, Tetsuso, I think, breaks the mould. He's just good. But I think largely your 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 more expensive models are quite specialised.
0: Yes. But it does give you quite a wide range of playstyles yeah. and especially the mixing of them yeah i think it's it's where you you really benefit because john can absolutely go like i mean i've played around with this before where i've taken all three captains and you can still have seven models despite having spent 60 on those three <laughs> yeah yeah and none of them are insignificant
1: i think i think Hiroto I'm not really sure that he fills any gaps in the Jung list, other than uh, he can have, or he has flank. Yes. Uh, and he's one of the few in the list who would have access to prowess melee. Uh, he's got dirty fighting. Yeah. And so, so, yeah, I don't think he actually fills any gaps. I That's not to say that he's a hard sell. He's 15 rice for a pretty tasty melee model. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which puts him in the what, the Riotta bracket? Yeah, he's one more than Riotta. One more than Riotta. He I'd, he's, I'd say he's more effective than than Riotta at what he does. So Yeah. 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 He's an interesting one. Um, so I think I think in the future we, we may revisit Jung.
0: What's that? <laughs> when you put them next to each other, for one rise more you get quite a lot.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He I mean he's got that thing where he, he will tail off with his key. Uh after a time yeah but yeah yeah certainly yeah if you're looking for a model around 15 rice it's going to do some murdering hiroto is a better choice than Ryota, even though he's one rice more um so yeah I, th- I think we will come back to the jungle yes probably and we will we will d- dive into the themes and the uh
0: the captains and their left yes because the themes the captains their lieutenants and the kaisoku are all very tightly tied together yeah it's it's a real synergistic mix um, whereas the models we've covered today or the specialist ones mm. kind of exist outside of that mix and yeah. are just things you add to the mix to give you things you want or need. Yeah. Um, but don't aren't affected. they are not by and large affected by what the themes do. they are not affected by what the captions do. So, yeah. It's a separate thing.
2: Cool.
1: Well, I think uh, I think that wraps it up then. I think um, so. Yeah, I don't know what we will talk about next. Uh, it may may well be more Bushido. Uh, I think we have plans to talk about a couple of a uh, couple of general
0: gaming. We we, we actually have several ideas that are not just Bushido. Yeah, it's just a question of organising it. Do uh, require more effort though. Yeah, and uh, so we
1: will not have time to do that today. So uh, yeah, okay. Well, uh, thanks for listening. And we will ramble at you again soon. Yes.
0: Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Find Robot Dice Explosion at robotdiceexplosion.com, at RDE underscore podcast at Twitter, and Robot Dice Explosion on Facebook.